Tune in to Gallif Radio, a Whovian podcast, every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following, the following, the following. Journey, into journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Fuck you, Eric. Everybody, Dick here, here with my co-host Tyler. How you doing? Uh, I'm on the casting couch again this week. It, it, this futon is actually really comfortable. It is absolutely. Um, and I haven't I haven't been here but ten minutes, and I'm already furious, mad at Blaine because he he took a he took a cool thing that we did that a lot of people liked out of our intro, and I don't I don't like that. And he didn't. I'm sorry. He didn't confide in me when he removed it. I think there was a reason I did it, and I can't remember what it is. But but, but you didn't. You there didn't, was a reason. You didn't talk to your boy. I think it was like an accident. I accidentally did something. Control Z, my man. Control yeah. fucking. Z. I didn't. Well, I didn't realize it until like way after. But I did something and it fucked it all. But anyway, I want to shove my microphone uh, in your face. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say stuff, and then I forgot the stuff. Well, say the stuff, for I the for- love of God. I forgot the stuff. Did you take that out, too? Did you introduce me? I was going to get there. Were Jeez. You? AJ, Careful, thank you for you coming back. Room. Hey, absolutely. I really enjoy being here. I've been here for about, what, 20 minutes? I'm, I already have the time in my life. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, last time you were on, uh, so I made a mistake last <laughs> time you were on. <laughs> really? What yeah. was the mistake? Uh, well, Breathing? I, I, the last... <laughs> The last time you were on, I threw out like a random, hey, who wants to be on a podcast tonight? Like that day, because we were desperate for a guest. Right, right. And uh, you, you answered the call, and Keegan answered the call. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. I got Keegan and AJ on. This is going to be awesome. They're going to they're gonna be talking back and forth. I mean, you guys did. That was, that was great. Right. But, like, what I didn't know is that you two had no idea who each other was. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> seen him, I, I saw him did. at one Doom Room show. I thought you and- knew. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're gonna have some chemistry, like automatically. Absolutely. And then, like, I okay. So, like, since we're on this topic already, um, I I made a mistake because uh, he was talking about Keegan was talking about uh, Cardor Dick Smash and like how like you know we're gonna come up with these lyrics and we did this and we're trying to do things we've never done before and I was like, you should do the Tide Pod Challenge and everyone's like, nah, it's a little trendy right now <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like that hurt my soul. I wish I had a soul. <laughs> yeah, well, because you work at what, SIA? No, I used to work at SIA. I Where don't work there now? now. I'm an electrician. Oh, wow. And then you just, you just have no soul, though? Oh, I've never had a soul. Oh, never since you were born? I lost my soul in my youth. It's weird. Are you a ginger? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just a really angry guy. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm just I, re- I, replace, I replace my soul with, with pure rage and, and self-loathing. Every now and then I'll throw some some fucking happiness out there. 
<laughs> but then it immediately, it's immediately followed by fucking crushing somebody's hopes and dreams. <laughs> Normally it's him. I feel bad for him sometimes having <laughs> to put up with me. Like I'm an asshole to him and he just takes it. I, I absolutely feel that though because uh, I used to play, um, I guess we're still kind of going and stuff, but we haven't really had the time to, but I played a D&D campaign with uh, some people that you know, like David Linder mm-hmm. and Nick Maxson. Before you go on, I yes. want to tell you about that microphone. What is about? You got to be right up on it. You have to be like right up on it. Oh yeah, yeah. you got to be right up on it. You okay. the usually stand itself it has to be inside of your mouth. The stand itself extends if you just basically twist I this. Just like I mean, yeah. I can just hold yeah, it perfect. too. Perfect. Right here, cool. right there. Awesome. You're usually it, wearing headphones, so you can just tell me when I'm being the diaphragm like, like all the way back here. Right. So it, like, very poor design. Okay. Okay. Actually, very great design. That's what makes that microphone so awesome. Is because it instead of just absorbing all of it, it kind of like filters it a bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have mine. Oh, I I would too, but that that's that's <laughs> great. The... That's great for all styles of vocals too, mostly singing and stuff. None of us are singing in this room. No. Do you want me to sing? You probably don't want me to sing. I've but... used that microphone for as an anal bead. The intro. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's an interesting anal bead. All right. <laughs> it's almost like a Dr. Mario pill. Anyways, as you were saying it, before, it, it I rudely to, interrupted. It used to be colored. As. <laughs> Oh my god. Prior prior to becoming Woo! an anal prior to becoming an anal bead. Yeet. Alright, so <laughs> Proceed there, with chlorophyll. <laughs> there was a time uh that I used to play uh D and D and it's still an ongoing campaign, but we still haven't had like a whole lot of time to do right. it recently. We're all busy people. But it was with David uh Linder, Dave Chips as you may know him, and Nick Maxson. Uh and David was like the dungeon master of the campaign, right? And yes. I was playing as this elf wizard, and I thought that I was so great. And I was just like, I, you know, I know everything. I'm the arcane master. Like, I can shoot lightning from my fucking hands. Fight me. You know? Come at me, bro. And Guess my every, balls. everybody in the group immediately decided that I was the weird one. I was the weird guy of the group because one time I was like, all right, so we have these like dead goblins on the road. We just killed them. We snuck attack and just demolished their asses. And so. I was just like, all right, we need to hide the bodies. Like, I thought that was a reasonable reaction. Like, you know, there may be more around. We don't want them to be aware that we were here. Put the bodies in the bushes. That's what I want to do. And everyone's just like, I don't know why you want to take the bodies to the bushes, but, you know, you're going to be doing some freaky shit get, in there. A little get down with a get down and in then the fucking from, bushes. And from then on, I was the weird guy. Hey, what's the weird guy doing over there in the bushes? Exactly. <laughs> why are those bushes? Why rough? did he take why? that monster's eyeball? Is why? there just a hole in the back that he's going to try and have why sex are, with? Why are they rustling vigorously? <laughs> I think are the you best... going to turn a monster's eyeball into an anal bead? Absolutely. <laughs> Is this going to be there the was, theme today? There was a point that like they would not let up about the monster eyeball thing because I was just like, oh, there's this like there was like a kid who like taught me that or like showed us the way to get to this dungeon. So we're just like. Oh, so, you know, we're going to take this back way. I'll bring you back something cool, like, from adventuring stuff. And he was like, oh, wow. So I thought a monster's eyeball would do the trick. Spoiler, it doesn't. It actually freaks them all out. And his mother wasn't too happy about having, like, a monster eyeball. Did they react to you like uh, all the the residents of River Run do when you kill one of the chickens? Basically. Yeah, they just all try to murder you, including the children. He immediately, like, I tossed it to him. (laughs) You don't do that. I tossed it to him and he immediately like screamed and dropped it. I mean, to be fair, you probably should have handed it to him. I probably shouldn't have just given him a monster eyeball in the first place. Hey, think retrospect. Fast. <laughs> think fast. Think fast, kid. Exactly how that happened, too. It was literally, hey, catch. I'm glad like, that's I'm been around. Be the cool guy. I'm glad that's been around since like uh, fantasy medieval times. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just it's still a thing today. Exactly. 
<laughs> ah! Yeah, and he just screamed. And then his mom was really pissed because eventually he was like, cool, like, I'm going to play with this monster eyeball that, like, may or may not be highly caustic. Or, like, transform <laughs> me into some sort of monster because right. we have no idea of the properties. Or I might eventually use as an anal bead. Yeah. <laughs> Previously owned anal bead. It's I, just I, a monster eyeball. I will get eyeball. past this, I promise. Yeah, it, it's already been noted. <laughs> Clearly, Tyler has taken Richard's suggestions seriously and now loves anal beads. No, uh, this is I, true. That is still a no-fly zone for me. Uh, exit only, folks. Exit only. Exit only, Tony. You. Give it a exit try. Exit only. Nope. Don't get down <laughs> with the brown, my man. You don't let your girl tongue puncture fart nope. bucks. Nope. I no. Don't, and I'm not eating no ass either. Nope. You mm-hmm. don't. You don't hit her with that. Uh, nope. You don't hit her butt clip with that nope. Uh, tongue fist. Butt clit. N- nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this devolved no, real no. fast. Yeah, this went really far, like, re- like just completely 360. Nope. 360, no, yeah, no exactly. 180. At all. Woo. I gotta be awful. I gotta be feeling awful frisky for that. I don't I think can't get it. frisky enough to feel that. Exactly. I just, I don't know. That's one of the, it's one of those things where, like, I, I mean, like, I understand, like, some guys, they want to do case. that, but, like, I mean, Sweet not even, gays. like, I mean, like, there's guys who, like, I mean, if a girl, like, sticks, like, first knuckle deep, nope. it's not gay. Nope. No, anything else past that, it, it's knuckle 100% deep. 100% gay. All right. I mean, all I'm saying you, is, you like. T- you touch the tip of the fucking fingernail to the anus, and that's gay. <laughs> I just, but how? Nate says, stop being fearful, Tyler. No. <laughs> Hashtag yeah, bust stuff 2018. No. <laughs> embrace it. I'll f- I built a wall, okay? <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> wall around your has- asshole. Hashtag wall. Wall over my asshole. <laughs> Hashtag wall my butt. Make it known. Yes. I, I, to be fair, I don't know how far Miranda's gotten, but it's been in there. She had that crick in her elbow for a while. <laughs> I ooh. I don't know how far Wait. she got. I I didn't ask. We must go deeper. I didn't ask. <laughs> I. Ooh. But I'm like, nope. Starts done there. The bottom of your lungs. I'm done there. Uh, I just, like, I understand the concept, but, like, some guys, like, they like that, and I understand that to a point, like, I, it's not for me, though. I don't, Well, that's Well, that's the thing, like, I had this conversation with a guy that I work with today, who's a young, college-age guy. Of course he is. Who, uh... Them damn millennials are all about eating ass. Well, yeah, Dude, I mean, really, they are. You know, I mean, he, he fucking brings Fuck, home... that's us. He, eh, <laughs> We're millennials. He brings home a different fucking girl... Like every weekend. How can you even? Who's do Karina that? Balsamo? That's oh know. my god! What is she doing? That's my friend. That's my manager, actually. Oh, well. What'd she say? She says, "What did I walk into?" What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get past this. We but so we, so this. we were having this conversation today, and I, and he just couldn't get over the fact that I'm just not into any of that, like at all. And my wife is the same way. She wants no part of any of that. And that's okay. Like, like, almost every conversation I have that involves this, it doesn't matter what group of people I'm with, they think it's fucking weird, too, that I'm not into it. I don't think it's weird that you're not into well, it. Well, I'm not saying, like, us right now, oh. but I'm saying, like, We're generally... We're just silently judging you. No, I mean, that's fine, <laughs> but I'm also the one that doesn't have shit in my ass, so, I mean... Well, I mean, like, I technically you do kind of have, like, shit yeah, in I mean, your I ass, have, like, sometimes, yeah. in passing. No, I don't shove anything in my ass. That's what you mean. You know, one okay. time, uh, got yeah. it. Yeah. One time, I came across a uh, a laxative in my parents' house when I was like six or seven. But it was like an anal supplement, 
laxative. So like you literally had to, you know, yeah, shove yeah, it up the pooper. I didn't know that those things were like possible. Oh, suppositories? Yeah. yeah. I've taken suppositories. I, ooh. To cleanse. Ooh. Yeah. It was not fun. It I doesn't mean, sound fun. You gotta, I mean, I've, I've had fun. to. I've was had that to, like a self-choice? Or was that like no, a that was like thing. a, you haven't been shitting for a couple weeks. You need to Ooh. fucking, you need, we're doing something about this. Yeah, I've had to enema myself. Yeah, that's not fun. So, I mean. That, have you, have, did you have, have you ever had, have you ever uh, drank a shot of mineral oil? Oh, yeah. No, I've never uh, have. Yeah, fucking mineral mineral oil immediately followed by milk <laughs> of magnesia. Ooh, that's. Uh, Ooh, Yeah. Ooh, you Phillips? got the cha-chas going there for a second. Phillips Milk of Magnesia. Yeah. Uh, if you mix that with that that spray cough syrup, it's great for canker sores. Thank you. I don't get those. I do. But uh, yeah, so I mean, the experience <laughs> of having to enema myself. Uh, no, that that was. Enemas are terrible. That was the extent of it. They I sound don't, not fun. I don't want anything else in that region. At all. My friend Ethan, are we talking about butt stuff in here? Yes, yes, yes we are. What, I, what do you think this is? This is Bruise with dudes? No, we. This is podcastrophe. We talk about this. This yeah. is podcastrophe where we talk about butt stuff, and we're couch people. This is we talk about it now. <laughs> yes, we've never we've 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 we've, we've we were briefly get, touched upon it. We were going to get into D and D, but then we were just we've briefly touched upon it. See what I did there? <laughs> We're we're gonna get to D and D in just a minute, but yeah. So I mean, like I've had this conversation in the last, I'm gonna say two years, over a dozen times, and almost every time I get the same reaction. Like, you're just fucking weird that you're not into fucking girls licking your ass, and you sticking your nose fucking up to your cheek and other people's assholes. That's not fucking what. No. If it doesn't interest you, it doesn't interest yeah. you. I mean, at least you and Skylar are on the same page about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not fucking begging her for butt stuff because I don't want any part of it. Yeah. I've fucking seen enough farm animals, fucking assholes prolapsed. I don't, I, don't, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Alex Taylor, I don't shove anything in my ass is the first thing I heard when I opened this. You have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> first you had Welcome to Podcastrophy. This is us. <laughs> this is what we do. We talk about butt stuff. And farm animals, butt things. Speaking of butt stuff, I miss butt stuff. I miss butt stuff. So butt much. stuff is. Uh, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing on this network again. I know. But still, <laughs> I missed it. It was a good. It was a good uh, podcast too. Uh, it was. Uh, I don't know if they're ever going to do that again. I know they're they're no longer part of the network uh, because they they ended butt stuff, but uh, literature was still a thing. Yeah. Right. Right. And then. Stuff happened, and they are no longer stuff that we shall not. Yeah, they discuss. are no longer with yeah, us. It's no longer important. Uh, but I don't know if I don't know if they will ever uh, resurrect that podcast for their own feed. Uh, I mean, I from what I understand, it was a pretty big hit. I listened occasionally, but uh, I, I didn't have time. Yeah, I had. I mostly had other things that I would rather listen to. Yeah, um, most of the time I was just doing Bruise of dudes. So. I I I just I would read the description, and if it interests me, sure, I'd. I'd give it a listen, but for the most part, yeah, I didn't really want to listen to it. So this is this is actually going from butt stuff and people judging me for not being into butt stuff. <laughs> Nate, <Is> it- <laughs> Nate says cover pegging if you're going full butt stuff. <laughs> okay, so... No. No. <laughs> so you so you're like down. You're like, "Yes, let's talk about this." I was this. like, I was just like, "All right, so I mean, I guess let's just cover all bases now." We I mean, like then we want to do it later. 
Because the next time I come back, if we don't do it, I'm just going to talk about pegging. Did you, did you hear my reaction, though? I know. It was soulless. You, it was so did depressed. You, did you hear like, how sad no. it was? You were no. so broken. <laughs> no. I feel like that's just your answer to the entire thing. Pegging? No. <laughs> no. Tyler, do you have like any exciting news? Like Anything new happened over the last week? Uh, cool? Well, I'm one week closer to being a college student. Awesome. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't particularly want to be a college student again, but I have to. So yeah, is but it to help your electrician job? It's or? a part of the job. So I'm. Oh, okay, <clears throat> I'm okay. doing a union electrical apprenticeship. So I have to be a college student and an apprentice for five years. So I'll go to class two nights a week, and then work throughout the week, and then at the end of that five years, I'll get a degree and I'll be a journeyman. And then, I mean, at that point, like, you're setting yourself up pretty well. Oh, yeah. Like, especially because, like, you know, you get a lot of people, like, talk about, like, you know, I mean, we were all raised around the same time. You know, they tell you, like, oh, you have to go to college to get an education and get a degree. And, like, if you're doing it for something like an apprenticeship or, like, to become a journeyman and, like, an actual, like, trade skill, mm -hmm. that's something that I feel like would be worth investing to rather oh, yeah, than, for like, sure. you know, especially just with the economy and the way that, you know, college loans work and stuff like that, like... Well, luckily, I'm one of the few people that are our age that isn't, or isn't suffering under fucking crippling student debt. That is true. Um, but, I, you know, I went, I went to college and fucking dropped out not long after I went there, because it just wasn't, you know, I, I didn't know why the fuck I was there. Exactly. I just I can went totally every day. That. Half the time I didn't go, you know, like wake up at like nine. Yeah. I've got a class at 10 o'clock. Do I really want to go sit in the fucking, uh, like auditorium and listen to the tiny Indian woman that speaks Someone's not one word, of, not Someone's one word of English, uh, try and fucking lecture me on chemistry. No, I don't. The worst is those like classes that you only had once a week. And you, like the way they worked, the attendance was you could only miss like three three days, and I'm like, oh man, I had like, out of my entire tenure at Ivy Tech, I had two classes that were once a week, speech, and then I was retaking a math class. I passed the class. I didn't get high enough grade to get into the next class, which was bullshit. It's a bullshit system. Yep. The whole thing's a bullshit. You want to talk about bullshit systems? Uh, the way the Indiana's education system works is different than the way that New York State's education system works. Hit so, us with some knowledge. You would think, so you would think that, you know, they would find some way to, like, figure this out. Of, like, they want us to keep translate. talking about butt stuff. <laughs> Why? Oh, my gosh. We're done with the butt stuff. We're now we're talking about New York and now. Indiana educational systems. It'll be back. I, we'll get back. To I can't promise, but it might be. I don't know. But anyway, so in New York, when you're in high school and you take a high school credit class, you have to take a regents exam in order to get that credit. So it's like a statewide, everyone gets the exact same test, like exam that you have to take. And if you get that, if you pass that, you get your credit. It's worth like, I think 60% of your overall grade. Mm -hmm. So uh, the way that it worked was I moved from new york to indiana when i was 16 i was a junior when i was you know starting up in frankfurt senior high so they told me during my senior year hey so you guys have these things called regents exams and we just don't have those here so we're not going to count those and gave me a failing credit in biology and english freshman year 
my freshman biology and freshman English. And they're like, you failed both of these technically because we're not going to count your region or uh, regions exams. So I had to retake ninth grade biology in a like after school summer program. And then I had to take a summer program for uh, English. That's bullshit. I sense it a was rant coming. so dumb. Dude, I was so pissed. Like I the sense entire a rant time. coming from the other side of you. <laughs> I just immediately I turn into the Hulk and just start like, you know, screaming into the microphone. It eventually becomes inaudible. The microphone explodes. Everyone explodes. This guy, I can see it in his eyes. Yeah, Let's it's go. just, there, I mean, there's, there's, I gotta take my hat off. Watch him this, go. I'm, I'm pretty fucking hot right now. This just, this just goes to show like how dumb the overall system is in general. Like, number, like, first of all, right out of the gate, you are, you're, you're evaluating your youth based on standardized tests. That's fucking, I mean, you've got, it's, I, I gotta, standardized tests, or standardized tests are weird because everyone is on equal footing. Regardless of what they've learned up until that point, as long as the test is the same for everyone, everyone has the same capacity or the same ability to either pass or fail that test. Regardless of whether or not you've ever been giving gi- been given that knowledge, here's the test. You either pass the test or you fail the test. There's no in-between. So that's a little bit of a positive, but at the same time, that's also extremely negative because from fucking kindergarten all the way until you are, uh, you know, fucking doctorate on, you know, if you want to be fucking super scientist 9,000, can that be a degree? Can we make that a yeah, degree? You're, you're fucking... Super science Your intelligence... You I'm take not opposed. 20 your years. intelligence should be based on things that you accomplish and your strengths and weaknesses. Like, if you are extremely, like myself, extremely weak in math, 50-50, because number one, I didn't give a shit about math, but number two, I sat in classes where the people standing at the front teaching me the information number one, weren't teaching me that information, and number two, didn't want to fucking be in the classroom. I can understand that. So there's another problem that fucking compounds, and then you throw standardized tests on top of it, and then the people that weren't giving the, weren't given the information effectively, like me, who struggled with math, you're just fucked. You just got to deal with it. You are a burden to society when it wasn't entirely my fault to begin with. And same thing with you. Absolutely. Hey, you you fail two two classes. You're basically dumb. Here, retake these. Exactly. That's in, that's entirely yeah. wrong. And going and going on this, like, how do they line up classrooms and stuff like that in a straight row? Because they, you know, they're basically like, you know, the way that schools are set up, it's set up to make you work in a factory. No offense. Like, I don't want to. No, I didn't. Okay. I never wanted to work no, in a factory. The, 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 the way that school is set up is, is to teach you how to be obedient. Exactly. Not and, to educate. And when you're lined up, you're lined up in a row, just like an assembly line. Yep. There's somebody in front of you. There's somebody behind you. There's someone to the left and right of you all the time. And it's so that way you are taught that, you know, oh, we can be in neat and filed order as we were working on an assembly line. And, you know, at one point that was okay. Because exactly, manufacturing but, was what really drove this fucking country. Exactly, but and, when? How long has it been since we've quick, done that? It's still extremely important. It is, yeah, it is absolutely. But, but it is not. It is not looked at. It's not looked as. It's not looked at as the same as it was in the fifties. Most people, especially people our age, whether we've worked in a manufacturing environment or not, 
looked down on the people working in the construction trades, looked down on the people working in the manufacturing industries. The blue-collar fucking American, to a lot of people, are fucking worthless and serve no purpose in society. And that, again, is just fucking wrong. Which, like, I do give a lot of respect to the blue-collar workers and stuff because you really don't need a college education to get a no. good job and set yourself you, up. You, you, work in, really. you work in food service. Yeah, I work in food service. You and are I'm a blue-collar worker. And I'm doing just fine. That's the thing is... Fine you know, is relative. Exactly. You don't have to, you know... There are a lot of people out there, and, like, this goes, like, all the way up to the government and stuff like that. We're just getting per report all up in this shit. But all I'm saying is it goes Whoa. all the way up the government... The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer and stuff, and it affects all of our jobs and everyone as and a you, society. You, you solve that by getting rid of the government, but exactly. I'm not going <laughs> to go on that anarchy because we're talking about education. So we we recently, you and I recently had a discussion on Facebook about yep. uh, a teacher who, with an elementary class, decided to not give their children homework unless it was something that they not did not finish during the class period. Which I saw that, and I totally agree and that's, with that. And that's fantastic for elementary-age kids. And I would say into middle school. Um, you know, once you get to high school and college, I would say, okay, homework is is necessary at times. The amount of homework that, that I had as a college student, which I didn't do 90% of the time, um, but no. the amount of homework that I was expected to do on a daily basis was probably three hours worth of homework. It was about three hours worth a day for every class. Yeah. You know? So I've got nine classes, fucking three hours of homework, but I'm also an athlete. So that's six hours of my after school time just gone. So then what do you do? You go to bed or you fucking stay up until the wee hours of the morning. If you want to enjoy yourself. If you want to enjoy yourself, that's wrong. Like, any... And and this carries over into the professional environment. For me, my job has me from 6.30 in the morning until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Once it hits 4 p.m. on the dot, I am no longer an employee of that company. Anything that I do from 4.01 until 6.29 the next morning is none of my fucking company's business. I am not affiliated with that company at all. That is my time. Anything that I do from 6.30 to 4 p.m., that is their time. I am their employee. I am not their property, but I am expected to conduct myself in a certain way, uh, finish certain tasks, you know, yada, yada, Basically yada. just do your work. Do my work. I, but I am, I am on their time. That is their time. Because I, I don't have to be there. And I actually, it is a uh, privilege for me to be there. And I talked to uh, my, one of my uh, district managers recently came in on a meeting and stuff like that. And he talked a lot about time theft of people just standing around doing nothing mm -hmm. and still just getting paid for it and stuff right. like that. And he like really wanted to like start cracking down and like, he's like, it's literal theft. Yeah, and, and the only the, the only exception to that is if you are a salaried employee. Exactly, because it you matter are, how much you work. You are always on that company's time. You are you have no personal time. Because you get paid whether you're there or whether you're not. It doesn't matter. You're getting paid. Exactly. So that's why you don't get paid overtime because you are getting paid. You have agreed to accept a certain salary and that's it. No more, no less. But you are always on their time. So you sell your soul, mate. Yeah. 
But I, I don't I don't look at I don't look at especially elementary age kids. Elementary age kids should not be doing fucking homework. No. At all. Not one math problem. Not one not any of that shit. It, it should be up to the parents to say, Hey, you're struggling with math a little bit in your in class. Yeah. Your teacher has sent over a letter, that. said, Hey, you're struggling a little bit with multiplication tables. After dinner tonight, let's sit down for a little bit and I'll help you work through that. That's what we should be doing, not forcing something down children's throats that is entirely unnecessary. Especially the fact that, like, not everybody learns the same exactly. way. Exactly. Thank you. No, yeah. not everyone learns the same. I think your dad, Alan Leroy Tyler Sr. Yeah, that's my dad. Hi, said, dad. The you educational suck. system can't ever be standardized. There's no such thing as a standard Thank student. You. Uh, he also says, I want a degree in super science 9001. Then I can be a manager of the super, super scientist 9000s. Yes, <laughs> your dad's fucking thinking. I like this He's guy. Re- he, I yeah. like this. I guy. like this guy. He comes up with good quips. He comes but, up with I good mean, quips. But he hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, it, and it might. I'm contradicting myself a little bit, but no one. There is no standard human being. Exactly. No. Everyone is different genetically. Exactly. Okay? Your metabolism and my metabolism are totally different. Some people that are overweight are just genetically fucked. From birth, they are guaranteed to be overweight for their entire life their diet their exercise regimen nothing is going to change that they are genetically fucked that happens some people aren't as smart as other people it's fucking natural some people pick up things differently some people learn just by watching somebody else do something some people learn really well by reading something some people's comprehension is so high they only have to read something one time and they don't ever forget it Everyone is different. Yeah. Precisely. So it goes back to what you said. Exactly. We are just forcing children to learn to be obedient. We are not, we are never, ever working to children's strengths. Have you ever watched The Whitest Kids You Know? Yes. 100%. Okay, so do you remember this, do you remember this uh, sketch that they did with the uh, pre- uh, pledging to the American flag? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not brainwashing. This is not brainwashing. And at the end, he's just like, very good kids. Now come take your Ritalin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, God, that's exactly admit, what it is. God, I miss again, my Ritalin days. <laughs> again, nail on the head. I got suggested. My dad, um, my second grade teacher, suggested that he put me on Ritalin. Really? And he got pissed. Yeah, he should have. As he should. Yeah, he got pissed. He's like, maybe you're not fucking engaging him enough. Maybe that's why he's talking and not paying attention. So, I mean, I I still to this day do that. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, you're, you're a fuck off, but. Yeah, but now I'm an adult and I can do but, that. But that doesn't. <laughs> exactly. that, it goes even further than that. That doesn't make you a bad kid. No. It I, makes it makes your teacher a bad fucking human being saying, hey, you should fucking zombify your child by putting them, putting them on this medication yeah. that is totally unnecessary. I just need to alter my class structure a little bit and then they will fucking thrive. Yeah. I mean, but it, that's too much work. We can't do that. Kids, people in general they pay attention to the things that they're interested in that are mm-hmm. that engage them. If they're not being engaged, they're not going to do it. Your brain can only pay attention to something for 15 minutes at a time before it gets bored and just shuts off essentially uh, in terms of focusing on that subject. Depends on the thing. Yeah. It depends on the person. That's something I learned in high school. I had a history teacher and he, he would literally switch it up every 15 minutes. He'd be like, all right, we're going to talk about this now every 15 minutes. Hmm. And it, actually made the time go by fast and i actually enjoyed the class he was a very 
he was a very intelligent, very uh, fun teacher, and I actually I learned a lot from him. However, he was also a very very emotional teacher. Where if he where got did he pissed, touch you? <laughs> if he got pissed, he got pissed, and he get pissed oh, over petty I shit. Can, I can talk about some pissed off history teachers. I had this uh, one high school teacher named Mr. Rance. Mr. Rance was basically a bodybuilder. Like, he was a jacked dude. So much to think that uh, one kid said that he was just a roid head. Like, he's like, you're just doing steroids. Like, fuck you. And this guy was so angry. But, like, apparently, like, as a kid, he used to be a little overweight and stuff. People would make fun of him for it. So he, like, you know, eventually decided he was like, you know what? I'm going to do something about this and got super jacked. So he's a, his life to it. He is a big, scary man. Especially to what? 14-year-old Alan. 14-year-old AJ is just, you know, this guy's hand is the size of my face. Like, that's how scary this guy is. But he was, like, he was writing something up on the uh, the board, and he was just like, he's like, AJ, get out your notes. Come on, let's go. And I was just like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down. He doesn't like to be told to calm down. And I guess it was because his mom told him to do it all the time as a kid, so he fucking hates it. So he literally just, like, I... I imagine his head just kind of did a 180. I wasn't really paying attention he that much. He full fucking was, exorcist. Yeah. And, just, and he's just like, what did you just say to me? Don't ever tell me to calm down. I have a shit list and you're about to be put on it. Nice. And I was just, oh, like it scared me so much. And I was just like, yes, sir. One and of my middle school teachers threw a day. fucking desk at a student. Really? Picked up one of the fucking desks and chucked it at him. I had a, I had a math teacher who would like catch people like dozing off and stuff like that. And he would just throw chalk or like erasers at him and stuff like that i just wanted to keep the keep it uh interesting i guess i love when the teachers finally break in just those moments i i had a math I teacher i can't fucking take it i had a math teacher he just it was my freshman year he just wait real quick snapped a real fucking quick. ruler when did you get a blue eyes white dragon fucking funko pop oh uh, last friday i pre-ordered <laughs> Why did you it? get a blue eyes white dragon uh funko because pop? blue eyes white dragon is badass fucking i should get red eyes black dragon all day we're really going to discuss you. Are you going to fucking please? You're three thousand attack power you're compared fucking, to twenty five hundred. You're chilling, chilling, you're chilling. sucking Kaiba's dick while cradling. I should get two more of those motherfuckers because there's only three. <laughs> and, and then they just come apart and fuse together to the three headed blue eyes white dragon. The blue eyes ultimate dragon. Oh man, you're gonna get my blue eyes ultimate I dragon. Tell you what, if you guys want to play like an actual trading card game worth playing i have a lot of magic the gathering decks out of my car <laughs> like no, please no. oh don't Yu-Gi-Oh. please me Yu-Gi-Oh, don't, don't tell dick. don't tell me Yu-Gi-Oh is not legitimate it's fun it's i it's never i never got over, into magic it's over complicated magic magic is so much simpler instead of like having it. like oh it's three thousand attack power and you have you know eight you start with eight thousand life it's you start at 20 life and everything has like Base power toughness, like, you'll see, like, threes and fives and ones. I just don't play card games. Ah, it's so... Magic the Gathering is, like... It's almost my guilty pleasure. Like, it's so bad. D&D is my guilty pleasure. I love D&D, though. I need to play more Can we get back to that? Can we? We can. We're being all negative with the school system, and it's like... I'm DMing a campaign. We had to to jump off of the whole, like, butt stuff thing. Kids don't get to be kids anymore. They are expected to sit still, shut up, and listen, which is why if a kid talks or is a little hyper, automatically they are ADHD and need medication. Kids yeah. are so over-medicated and ADHD is over-diagnosed. Yep. That's from Alex Taylor. Your dad's been going off, too. 
Uh, Probably. Not every kid on medication needs the medication. Most times it falls to the teacher and the parents to figure out how to develop the curriculum to suit the child. But it's easier for the school system to shape the child to fit the system, so bring on the drugs. And in the end, the child doesn't learn any better, but at least they're quiet, right? Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, more beer in that fridge. Oh, I, I could something. use a beer myself too if you had one. What you, what you guys want? What you guys I, want? I want? You could surprise I me. I want something delicious. Yeah, something tasty would be good. But if like you had like a hams in there that you're trying. Oh, to I've got a Shinerbacher in there. Do you want that? Yeah, I want that. I forgot I brought that stuff over here. I was actually looking. But for you this are the other day. you are DMing a campaign though. It's your first yeah. one. I'm DMing my first campaign right now. How do you feel about it? Oh, uh, I feel pretty good. My players really enjoy it. Or are do you want a wonky nuggets? Yeah, I'd take that. Careful, though. It might explode. <laughs> Open over to the trash can, Blaine. We've learned our lesson from this. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm DMing my first campaign. My players have told me that they're really enjoying it. I'm doing <clears throat> I'm doing a lot of stuff um, kind of reminiscent of second edition. I've given them, uh, like, their own fortress. Okay, okay. So 5e rules, you can get a fucking stronghold. Right, right. And it costs like 60,000 gold, but then you can't ever do anything with it. Right. You so just have a castle. Like, you just give them the castle. Yeah, you. so I, I, I wrote something into the story. I wrote my own one shot to kind of be the preamble to the... To be the preamble to the pre-written uh, module that I'm running. Oh, excuse me. And, uh... God. Fucking burps are hitting me. But, um, so I wrote this one shot to kind of open up the campaign, uh, and the, the campaign that I'm running is the, the Tyranny of Dragons storyline. It's Horde of the Dragon Queen and Rise of Tiamat. Right, right. That first book that they wrote for 5e, Horde of the Dragon Queen, is one of the most terrible written things or most terribly written things that I've ever read. Really? It's nothing but typos, fucking sentences don't make sense and then the story itself isn't very good so i'm pretty much rewriting it all myself which is you know i used to write so it kind of fits and it makes sense but they're enjoying it so far at at least they enjoy it that that's basically what your job is as a dm is just make sure that everyone has fun if you have if they have fun you have fun when we when we did our session zero you know, I sat down and I was like, look, these are these are the rules that I have for this campaign. I'm not going to fucking argue rules with anybody because right. I, pl- I play in a couple other games right now. And like there's like eight people in a group. So ca- so combat oh, takes like a, an hour yeah, and a half. I was going to say that's a lot. Yeah, of it's people. a lot of fucking people. And the guy running guy running it does a fantastic job. But combat takes like an hour and a half for one encounter. Absolutely, because and there's eight people to go through. There's eight people, and everyone has to decide what they do every turn. Nobody is planning shit out ahead of time, and then we're arguing rules on top of that, and it's just it just bogs it way down. A so little uh, a little hint of advice before you go any further: when you do go to combat and stuff, I don't know if you guys actually do this or not, but something that I found goes a little faster: roll the hit dice with your damage dice. Just roll it all at the same time, so that way you can see immediately you hit, you deal that much damage, or you don't hit. You would have dealt that much damage, but it doesn't matter. You didn't hit. Yeah, we kind of you know knew I mean? that. Okay, okay. But so, I, I, you know, I told him right out of the gate, I'm not going to argue rules with anybody, and I've changed a lot of the rules. So in my campaign, I don't allow feats. Okay. I want, I want straight ability score improvements, 
But I'm going to change some stuff up. So, like, the spear, specifically, is only a D6 damage in 5e. Right. That's dumb. And you can only wield it two-handed. That is also dumb. That is pretty dumb. Spartans didn't fucking wield wield spears two-handed. Yeah, They had a fucking phalanx shield and a fucking spear. Exactly. So, I've, I've changed a lot of the rules up, and... I've kind of broke my game a little bit already because I, I gave him a <laughs> I bunch did of that. Real, I gave him a really a bunch of really strong shit. So so the way to balance it back out now is you have to throw them against really tough enemies. That's what I'm doing. Throw them against and, the beholder. And, and one of the oh that it that's way too early. That'd be instant <laughs> fucking death. <laughs> Just they're be only like, level, hey, you guys think they're you're only level shit, huh? two? Really? Yeah, they're only level oh, two. Oh man. So um, but like one of the things that I that I actually didn't write into the story was already in the story. Um, there's a really powerful enemy that challenges the the group of people, the party, but right. it'll only challenge one person, and, that, and if that person won't fight them, then they all die. Okay. So okay. I wrote it into the story that, and it's guaranteed that your your player character is going to lose against this. All right. There's no way they can win. Yeah. So it's just basically it's meant to be like one of those like faux like you yeah. Know, so right. it, they drop them to zero hit points and then they basically just say hey nice try and then they leave. But when they left, they took the super powerful item that I gave to one of the one of my players that's breaking the game. Right. So right. by the time he gets that back, it will already have balanced itself out. Okay. All right. So. But any uh, uh, any monster eyes? There have been monster eyes. Do you know what a beholder is? Oh, a beholder. It is literally a monster eye. Could I could I go ahead and explain this? Yeah, pull pull up an image of the of a beholder for the fucking live stream. Absolutely. And I then, mean, while, and while then we... let us know what's going on in the comments. Absolutely. Uh, Miranda's just making fun of me for staring at my phone. Yeah, don't uh, fucking do that. Pay attention to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, that thing I don't participate in. Yeah, because you should totally you... participate yeah. in that. Uh, what am I looking up? Beholder. Beholder. D&D. Just type yep. in beholder. It'll fucking, it'll pull it right up. Yep, that oh, thing okay. right there. This thing looks familiar. Okay. That's a fucking so while, beholder. While you're pulling that up, so a beholder is a giant monster eyeball. Uh, it has a bunch of tentacles that all have smaller eyeballs, and eye each stalks. one of those, each one of those eye stalks, eye stalks, is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Each one of those eye stalks right there, uh, each shoot a different ray. That has a different type of damage. So there's one that's like death beams. Yeah. So one of them is literally a disintegration ray. The other one's a death ray. There's a difference. You might get disintegrated or you could just straight up die. There's There's also petrification one. There's one that petrifies you. There's one that deals a bunch of like, is it ice? I know there's one that shoots a ray of frost. Yep. There's a ray of frost one. Yeah. And there's every single one of them is like a status effect. Like you can't, you can't hide from them. Yeah, I so, had a, <laughs> so regardless of whether or not the main eye is looking at you, one of the other eyes is looking. I had at you. a uh, I had a friend who was talking about fighting one of those, and he was just like, you know what? I he's like, I tried to stand underneath it as long as possible, so that way he would have to look down and not at anyone else. Yep. But ooh, it was a yeah. Uh, I, what I a personally trip. have never fought one. I fought a lot of dragons, just never a beholder, and I'm not looking forward to that day. I would not be either. You you don't win. You just do a little better. Well, it, there's never a good territory to fight them in. And there's because never because if you fight exactly. them in their lair, they get all their lair actions and all their legendary actions. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, uh, you know, I uh, sorry everybody, we just lost. Exactly, or like two people will make it out, but everyone else is dead, and they got to yeah. roll new. Yep. Yeah. I I had the uh, unfortunate accident of almost dying once, and this was in the same campaign of uh, playing with my wizard. 
Uh, but there was a time where like there was like a main bad guy trying to get away, and I was like, "Stop right there!" And I tried to like shoot something at him. So he just turned around, and saw and that I was fucked you to death. Pretty much, yeah. just smacked me in the head with a back club. To bus stuff. Back we to told bus you stuff. we'd be back. Yep. <laughs> I just, I just, I remember knocking out, and then I woke up like five minutes later, and my butt was really sore. So really sore. <laughs> I don't know. Something about a monster eyeball? I don't know. It was traumatizing. But no, like, in the campaign that I'm playing in, I recently fought, like, the head of a cult that was actually, like, the avatar of a demigod. Oh, wow. So, and he was a Medusa. So while I was fighting him, I was the only one that got petrified. Oh, no. And he just happened to have a greater restoration scroll on him. Just happened to. So So it's just like... But my, my character is, like, a super super fucking brash fighter i'm playing an elder tonight in that campaign except you always roll a one do what except you always roll a one i actually had an ability as a wizard because i uh i uh went into the uh i specialized in the school of divination so i could see into the future and stuff right and so i had a an ability that allowed me to like roll two d20s and then take those rolls and write them down and then at any point in the game i could just just be like i looked into the future and it's going to be that roll so Monster gets the low number, and my friends get the high number. Yep. Doesn't count as a nat 20, though. I was no. pretty upset about that. But it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, true. But it's like it's still pretty cool to be like, oh, my friend's swinging on him. I already know he's going to roll a 20. Boom, done. Right. <laughs> Nate Phillips says, man, I'd listen to that. Wink. And then he <laughs> like later like addended. <laughs> a Tyler-led campaign, that is. Not the butt stuff. <laughs> Well, you I should mean, take a listen to let, let's our be new honest, Nate, stuff. You would probably listen to the bus stuff too. Yeah, you probably would. Let's just let's just level it here. Let's just do a D and D podcast and about then the, butt stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's literally the entire campaign is us just doing butt stuff. Wait, little does everybody know we're <laughs> no, resurrecting. Wait, wait, on each other? No, no, no. Like, no that's like the way you people. just propositioned me. I, we're no, bringing I butt stuff DM. back, and it's a D and D podcast now. <laughs> oh my god, what have we done? That is our opening. So, but like. D&D, and going all the way back to the beginning of what I said with, you know, me getting fucking shunned for not being into butt stuff, you know, growing up as an athlete, a very jockey type person, right? I was one of the guys that's like, yeah, look at all those fucking dweebs play. And I've, I've always been in nerd culture. I've always been into a lot of stuff, uh, but I've never, I never ever thought that I would be playing D&D. And then my best, my, one of my best friends... Just said, hey, man, I bought the D&D starter set. It was $20. Yeah. Corthy? No, 5e. Really? 5e? Yeah, okay. The, the, okay. The, the starter box was only 20 bucks. And he said, hey, it's got a campaign. You know, I'm getting everything ready. Will you play in it? Will you just give it a try? And at first I was like, fuck no, man. I don't, I don't have time. I don't want to devote time to it. It's just, it just doesn't. You we're know, looking at you for this too. Yeah, it doesn't. It <laughs> I'm doesn't. Not interested. It doesn't. I, I wasn't interested at all. And he he basically begged me, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll give it a try. And fucking six months later, we finished that campaign, and it was one of the most fun and relaxing and satisfying experiences I've ever had. You know, sometimes we would play with minis in a battle mat. Sometimes we would just do theater of the mind. Exactly. I personally like theater of the mind a Same. little bit better exactly. uh, because minis are so fucking expensive. Minis are so expensive. So like I had the expensive. I had the fortunate like luck of being able to play with David Linder. He has a ton of minis, and we also played with Brian Martin, which if yeah, you don't I know, know 
he has a ton of minis. Right. So we all had like, you know, the thing, uh, we all had the miniatures to actually play and stuff like that. Eventually we all bought our own miniatures for a different campaign and stuff like that. And it was really cool. We need to get right. Brian on but the show. We do need to get yeah, Brian, Brian on the show. Cool. But the one thing that I will say about D&D and stuff and like people who aren't interested, like Dick... At least try it once. Yeah, just try and it once. Don't the thing fun, is, I'm not ahead. really in, okay. I'm already not very into board games or games in general, except for video games. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. It's just. It's I'm just, the same way. It's just I will not, not something. Sit down and play board games. Oh, it man, depends. I have this really like, cool board game though. I will not. I. I just. I don't. I don't. I can't devote time. Uh, to there. It. There are some people. There are some people. Some games like. Uh, there's like this uh, Star Wars, like Star Destroyer, like Starship game. Where like it, you have like a giant, X-wing. yeah, it, but there's like all kinds of ships. Yeah, it's exactly. I, that looks exactly. That, it, it's looks super awesome. It's how super huge fun. it is. Have you ever heard of uh, Warhammer 4K? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's basically. I don't like recommend the same getting concept. into 40K. It's too I expensive. don't. I'm, it's I'm okay. way too much. Unless six, if you want to be have, homeless, but have a lot of cool figures. I have I have six armies. That's so much though. Yeah. <laughs> I know people who like have like one because that's all they can afford. Yeah, They're I just like. Man, I've thought about getting into hero clicks. Like, I've seen people get into hero clicks. It wasn't really for me. Like, yeah. I didn't really get into it. The I one thing Shane I really Reed's got into was into it. the one thing that I really got into was Magic: The Gathering, and I seriously highly recommend anyone play Magic, even if it's just casual. It's I still fun. have all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, so I'm good. I mean, like, dude, I'm all good. I'm saying is, right now in my car, I have six Magic: The Gathering Commander decks, which is a different format. It's like a multiplayer format. It's still fun. Well, I have a badass Dragon deck in my Yu-Gi-Oh cards that could beat all those you should totally in a hybrid magic Yu-Gi-Oh game we will have to figure out the logistics of that later but if you like remember okay how about this remember when i walked in here and i said i liked you more than i liked him right i still like you more than i like him. even though i play magic and he plays Yu-Gi-Oh. yes that's that's pretty good i'll tell you i'll tell you what though dick uh if at any point in time you want to do this i will totally play a game of Yu-Gi-Oh. if you play a game of magic because i've i've never played Yu-Gi-Oh the legitimate way just all I'm saying is just like I'll play Yu-Gi-Oh, you play Magic. We'll find out if either of us like the other and stuff. And you may or I, may not touch each other's dicks. We so may or may not know. do butt stuff. You don't. We're know. going back to it. It's been so long since I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Man. Dude, we'll do it. We'll do it. Was that a, was that around the same time you were using the Wiggle Worm as a flashlight? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I called yeah. it. I don't even. Is this like? You remember? Is there a story behind okay, this? Okay, remember when we were kids? Remember like the the little like fucking like gelatinous tube and there was like, like literally like you could just shake worm. it around and stuff yeah it yeah, was like yeah, it was, yeah. it was like Literal. a shake weight for kids yeah, you were like, using you were using oh, that yeah, as I a flashlight yeah, he used it as a fucking <laughs> flashlight don't tell me you never thought oh, yeah, about I it the shit out of it i mean like yeah obviously but i also thought it was a good trainer for like girls giving hand jobs and stuff like that but like i never thought about sticking my dick in one oh, i like, stuck my dick in it i never used it there's as a, a hole and it goes up and down I mean, very like, effortlessly. How do you, you can even, fuck one? I mean, I'm just I I we're getting into some weird stuff. We've been getting into weird stuff. Beholden, seriously, the wiggle. Back to D and D though. You should totally at least just try, try it one once. Time. Just one time. I know, I'm like, not I'm opposed. Not... I am not opposed. I've never been opposed. Exactly. For the record, I will. I will totally like. We should definitely do like a D and D podcast. Do like a six episode thing. Or, like, maybe, like, a five or a ten episode, like, podcast where it's, like, you know, about each session is about an hour long or so. Episode title. We could totally, we could totally just do, like, uh, some sort of, like, you know, about an hour long 
you know, one-off campaign. If we decide that we're going to do it from then on, do it. Well, we've already got like five people that would want to do this. I would absolutely so. down, dude. That's yeah. all I'm saying is I get off at I get off at 2 p.m. every single day, yeah. and I will absolutely play yeah. some D and D. Maybe maybe that could be uh, our next drunk catastrophe event. Ooh, let's do that. We could we could pair them together. I don't think that would be bad because I have all the stuff. Most of us have all the stuff. I yeah. I was gonna say like, who would would you want to DM? I don't care. Because I could totally DM too. If like, you want to do I, it, I, you, I, I mean, mean like, I feel like it. we're we're still like one in one on campaigns and stuff. Because you, this is your first campaign. This is the first one I've. I've run. only ever done one, and it's still kind of running and stuff. Which, speaking of which, let me tell you a funny story about the campaign yeah, that on I'm us. running. Lay it on us. So, you don't have to really know D and D to know this, but let's say you're fighting a dragon. And they were going to fight a dragon. My party, like, that was going through the story, I had it set up, so they were going to fight a motherfucking dragon. A motherfucking dragon. So they got this legendary item earlier in the campaign called the Night Whistle. The Night Whistle was... Exactly. You literally just whistle, and you would be able to raise something nearby from the dead. If nothing was nearby, you would raise a skeleton. So they just killed a bunch of goblins because they're in a goblin fortress and the goblins apparently took this dragon somewhere. It wasn't, it was only like a wyvern or something. It was a baby dragon. It wasn't like a huge dragon because obviously that wouldn't happen. But. Obviously. They were like, they were level two, I think, when this happened. And one of them was like, you know what, I'm going to use this night whistle. And they raised a goblin. A zomblin, if you will, because it was a zombie. I like it. Right? I like it. Exactly. Thank you. So they go through this dungeon and they get to the dragon. They have this Zomblin with them. They eventually decide, like, after standing outside the door for, like, I would say about half an hour. <laughs> like, I mean, in real time, half an hour, they right. were just standing outside like, what are we going to do? Should we do this? Should we do that? And I'm just sitting here, like, staring at them. Pass. Exactly. Like, should we use the goblin, the Zomblin, as an anal bead? But, right. No, but they eventually decide, we're just going to open the door and shout in there. We're just going to be like, Calcrix, because that was the dragon's name. They're like, Calcrix, we've come for you. And it's like, no, no response, you know, and stuff like that. It was an ice dragon, by the way. It was a blue dragon, I guess. Um, so they eventually get into this fight, and they're like, we're going to try and capture it. And I was like, there's no way you're going to capture this dragon. So the, uh, the guy who was in control of the zombie goblin, the Zomblin, uh, eventually was just like, you know what, as my bonus action, I'm going to have the Zomblin, like, stab the dragon's tail into the ground. Like, pin it into the ground. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, absolutely. This, like, half, like, beaten down dragon, or this half beaten down Zomblin is going to, like, he's, like, missing, like, a section of his body. I was like, no, he's going to get this. Rolls a nat 20. Pins the dragon's tail into the ground, and I was just like, okay, I guess he somehow did that. Like, I didn't know how to react. I was just so mad. Right. And so they eventually captured the dragon, so I had to figure out a way. I'm like, there's no way they're supposed to actually have the dragon. Like, there's... uh, We spent so long trying to, like, have them negotiate with the dragon and stuff because, like, they can understand language. And it was just... It was such a tedious thing, and, like, it was just so unnecessary because I was eventually... I was just like... What were you trying to negotiate? They were trying to negotiate having the dragon, like, be brought back to this thing, which was technically the main quest, but they were supposed to kill the dragon. The dragon was supposed to go down dying. Hey, you! You're coming with us. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how it happened. And they're like, we bound it up. They bound it up and they had it like pinned down and stuff. And they're like, we're only going to let you go if you follow us and you're going to follow us back to your master. 
So I got about halfway through this like place, and then eventually I was just like, all right, so the dragon steps over a magical rune and it teleports away and stuff. And it was because there was like a main overarching villain that like needed a dragon. So it was supposed to like almost die and then be taken away, but then they captured it and I was like, all right, so I got to figure out a way to take it right. away. You got to think on your feet. You really do. And that's the thing that nobody tells you about DMing is nope. like, it's literally a job. It's a second piece of work and it's fun work. Well, they don't get people, me wrong. People but... think you can just grab like a pre-written or pre-written module and just read straight from the module while your players you are You can't wing it. You, you cannot wing it. Well, I mean, I wing a lot of it. And it works out for I mean, me because yeah. I'm really good at improv. In, search, in certain but situations, opening, but you can't just be module, like... You can't, you can't just read line for line and then your players do whatever you're reading line exactly. for line. That's not how it exactly. works. They, it, because like the thing is, is like you'll have to be like, oh, you know, you know as a DM to the West, there's this dungeon that they're supposed to go to and stuff like that, and that progresses the story. But to the right, there's this other village, and it leads completely in the opposite direction of where the fuck they're supposed to be going. And they'll be like, nah, I want to go right because whatever, let's fucking do it. And sometimes like as a DM, a good DM, you don't, you never say, oh, well, you know, that's like, you know, you don't want to do that. You just say, yeah, so, and you just come up with something. But like, yeah, you really can't just be like, you know, as a DM, you can't just be like, all right, well, you know, let's just play this book. Yeah, this campaign works, you know, blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, you come into the Rocky Falls of Cave Felderin. You, you know, you can't see much, but there's a fucking torch lit in the background and you may hear goblins snarling. And it's just like you just read word for word and be like, all right, the op- the players can do these three options. <clears throat> and just what was please that play movie? with us, Dick. What was that movie? <laughs> oh, there's some movie with like Danny McBride and James Franco. Uh, Your Highness. This your highness. Is, all of this is making me think of your highness because it's like a medieval if movie you, or set okay. a, fa- a fantasy medieval Monty movie. Python and the Holy Grail, right? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking this movie because there's like all this cussing. Is that and, the one with Kira Knightley? Yeah. In it? I, that wasn't your highness. That was your highness. No, that was called something else. All I'm saying is Monty Python and the Holy Grail is essentially what it is. Is it's just a DM campaign. Like yeah. it's a D and D campaign and all the players are like, you know what? Fuck all. Like we're yeah. just going to do whatever the hell we want. And eventually he's just You're like, right, I guess. And it's, Oh, he had to prove you wrong. Pow. It's Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah, not fucking Kira Knightley. Yeah. You got me there. That's why I got confused. Zoe Deschanel's in the movie too. I don't know. Fucking Natalie Portman. So hot. dude, Zoe Deschanel is pretty. She's fucking hot, okay. Dude. So you've seen game of Thrones, <laughs> right? Uh, Ooh, sore subject. Uh, really? Yeah. Is it like the Twin Towers? No, I okay. I am really behind on Game of Thrones. I've only season watched three. I've only watched up until season three because so you I'm, don't. Know, you've never seen Marjorie Tyrell. Have you seen Marjorie Tyrell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen. Who her. do you think? Okay, so who do you think is hotter, the girl who plays Sansa Stark, or the girl who plays Marjorie Tyrell? Marjorie Tyrell. Uh, I'm gonna really? go with Sansa. Thank you. I'm gonna go with Sansa because redheads Alyssa Alyssa absolutely my uh my yeah my uh Alyssa uh would always tell me like you know that the girl who played Marjorie Tyrell was always hotter we got an argument uh, about this I like her face but she voiced uh the one time she was naked on in Mass Effect exactly but Sansa oh absolutely any day and and we don't even get to see her naked ever exactly I think it's just the mystery that allures me so much uh, I, I'm just gonna agree to disagree with you, fucks. That's totally fine. Do you wow. still like me more than Dick, though? Yes. 
All right, 100%. Good, good. That's that's all I no need to know. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that's called in continuity, recent, folks. In recent news, uh, I guess we haven't really talked about this. I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but recently the uh, the Madden 2019. That shooting. was actually one of my topics mm-hmm. for today. Let's let's talk about that. Let's, let's break I this have down. Some, I have some. Okay, so basically, for those of you who don't know, and I'm pretty sure you guys know, there was a contestant in the in a EA sponsored, like it was an EA sanctioned Madden 2019 uh, tournament. And there was a contestant who has won the year before and the year previous to that. From what I've read and from what I've learned, he he has been a pastime champion, lost a game, and was beaten out of the tournament, and returned with a single handgun and shot 11 people, killed three, including himself. Well, he didn't kill himself. He did not kill himself? I, I Well, okay, I, I'm, I haven't a actually read. A lot of the read. headlines say that he killed himself. Oh, really? I thought maybe police came in and shot him. I don't know. Even still, like, there was a second Maybe suspect, I guess, on the... From what I read, there was a second suspect that's still alive and stuff. But there was definitely a dude who came in with a, hand, a single handgun and just killed everyone, including himself. Not everyone, but, like, killed three people, shot 11. You know, there was a lot of people who were wounded and stuff. And, like, there's a video out there, like, your yeah. discretion advised, but there's a video out there where you can just hear the gunshots going off. Yeah, I don't know how, how long that's been up on YouTube or if it's still even up on YouTube, but I heard it was, that it was I saw there. it on Snapchat. That's oh. how crazy it was. It was the one literally that I like, saw got taken down the, like within an hour of being posted. It's just crazy, man. And then like now you're going to get a flood of people just saying like, oh, this is what happens with video games and stuff like that. And, like, it's Madden. <laughs> it's it's a football literally game. football. It's, it's a football fucking game. football. And that's what I'm saying. A lot more people die playing football, like, in real life from concussions and actual bodily injuries than people do from playing video games and just shooting up fucking schools and shit. And, like, and now we can at least get away from the fact that it is modern warfare and it's Call of Duty and all this shit. And, like, oh, it's shooter games. Shooter games cause people to want to shoot up schools and shit. No, this dude lost in a fucking football game and came around and fucking just started killing people. You know what it was in 1999? Doom. Exactly. It's always going to be... Video games are Thank always going to get for blamed for bullshit. Because I was going to say that. What have you got to add to this? I want to hear your thoughts on this whole situation. Well, it's kind of a precarious situation because video games are still going to be blamed. Guns are still going to be blamed. Mental health is still going to be blamed. Which, like... And the issue... You're naming all the sides, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ulti- are- ultimately, the issue is just that one person fucking snapped. One person, not a group of people, not an entire fucking generation. It's one person. One fucking individual. And I bet you, I would almost bet you, like, I'd probably bet $1,000 on this. He was on medication. I almost guarantee you he was on some sort of medication that helped him with some sort of thing. Because, like, they said, like, at the tournament, they're like, hey, so this guy, like... When they introduced him, they said, you're not going to get much of an expression out of this guy. He's strictly business. Like, he doesn't he doesn't make friends here and stuff like that. And, like, every single shot of him was just totally in the zone. He was absolutely into this game. And he lost and then killed people. Like, how crazy is that? And, like, yeah, like you said, it does bring up a whole lot of, like, issues with, like, the gun issues or video game issues or mental illness in general. Honestly, just my own perspective... I think it was just a crazy person did a crazy thing and it's shitty. I don't know. In my experience, in my personal experience, right. I have seen uh, a few of my friends have some of their personal 
biggest freakout moments to two video games. One being uh, one of the Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z games, Dragon Ball Z games, right? Uh, and it's probably Budokai Three. Exactly. Uh, the other being any of the Madden games. <laughs> I've seen so many people get so aggressive Freak over out. football games. Freak exactly. The fuck Why? out over a Why? video game? It's literally like it's like people who get mad in Magic the Gathering or Yu Gi Oh or anything. You're mad because my cardboard was better than your cardboard. You're better because I press plastic better than you. Yep. Like, how can you be upset about that? So much to the point that you're going to kill people over it. Like, it's just, it, it's not worth it. It's just our competitive nature as human beings. You know, we are inherently competitive because. Yeah, but to the point where well, we're just going listen, to just get. Li- just listen. Just let me finish. I'm going to answer. Go what, for I'm gonna, it. I'm Go gonna, for I'm going to say what you're about to say in just a second. We are so inherently competitive because we had to compete to survive. It is in our fucking genetic code to compete with everyone around us all the time. But to the point that you would literally shoot someone? That's when it goes, okay, your brain is not wired correctly, so a little bit more of that primal fucking instinct kicks in, and then you've got all the fucking jumbled up shit going on up here. Genetically, you're flawed already because you have all the fucked up shit up here, and then it all just hits at the same time. And then and that's called a snap. Your your instinct is to well, they outcompeted me. Now I have to kill them, and they'll never outcompete me again. I can totally. It's understand instinctual. That. Are the comments saying anything right now? <laughs> your dad. Of course, of course. Your dad what says, did Nate say before you? Nate said on? he had been in a mil- mental health facility before, uh, according to reports. Uh, your dad, Alan Leroy Tyler Senior, says. Before video games, it was rock and roll. Before that, comic books. Before mm-hmm. that, the automobile. Before that, the cotton gin. Before that, farming. And before that, parents blamed fire and walking upright. I. <laughs> he. Yeah, he does that. I like it. Hi, no, Dad. It's, it's, Hi, how you doing? <laughs> he's a character. I like this. But, I mean, it's just. These situations need to be judged on a case by case basis. They really do. I, I totally do. Like, you can't. You just can't loop tragedies into. The mass. A fucking group and and segment them. Well, this white guy killed a bunch of people. This black guy killed a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, it was a Muslim. It was a Christian. It was this. It was that. I totally understand that. We're fucking people. Everyone's different. People are inherently fucked up. People are inherently violent. We get fucking People are inherently fucking competitive. Like... When when the competitiveness and the violence and the fucked up all fucking mash together, this is what happens. And just like Dick said, like, you know, he's seen people get really upset over video games. Personally, I can't play, like, fighting games like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, anything like that. I get too mad. I literally just punch I have, stuff. I have thrown a controller through a TV. Exactly. Because I, have, I lost a Mortal Kombat game. And and the thing is, is I, make a, I made a rule for myself Threw now. It. And this is, I feel like this is the difference between maybe myself and everyone else. Or, like, just the difference between normal people and crazy people. We're all crazy, when, man. I mean, oh, yeah, but still, like, I'm just saying, like, the levels of oh, crazy. Yeah. No, but I, get, I get what you're saying. When I play a video game, if I get upset to the point that I break something that I personally own, I will never play that video game again. I played Overwatch one time, and I got so upset that we lost the objective and the game, and I was playing competitive, so my, like, ranking was going to go down. I threw my headset down, and my headset broke, and I decided from then on in, I was like, all right, 
I am no longer playing this game because when when I get upset to the point that I break something I personally own, I get too mad and I I will I just won't play that game. That's how I control myself. It's really funny that you mentioned like that you have that rule because I mean I don't have that rule, but now that I'm thinking about it, the only time I've ever broken anything because of a video game, I think I don't know I can't remember if I've told this story, but San Andreas. Oh, really? Yeah. The, yeah. Over a Grand Theft Auto game? What happened? Okay, so I had progress to the very last mission. Okay. I'm going to retell the story. Tell me. If absolutely. I haven't already. I don't think you've told the story on the podcast. Okay, so I'm on the final mission of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, the very first part of the mission, you got to bust into uh, Big Smoke's fucking fortress, crack fortress. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to procure a tank. I wish I had that crack fortress. The, the, uh, the, back to butt stuff. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a three-tier fucking mission. You gotta, you gotta procure a tank. You gotta steal this tank because there's riots going on. So there's a riot control tank with right. the, the hose and all that. And then you use that to bust through into the crack fortress. Then you gotta fight your way up to Big Smoke. And then you gotta kill Big Smoke. And then after that, Officer Tenpenny's like, "Hey, motherfuckers!" and takes off with a fucking fire truck. Oh, what's that? Your brother Sweets on a fuck on the back of it, hanging on for his life on a ladder. Well, so you gotta go. Fucking you gotta find chase him. him down. Yeah, all through San Andreas. That that it. It's a hell of a final mission. Hell of a final mission. I probably went through. I don't know how many. I I seriously don't know how many times I got to. I had to restart just to get to Big Smoke, and then after I got to Big Smoke, I had to restart so many times doing the chasing because I was really bad at like chasing and car absolutely back then. i can't do those either i was in eighth grade and okay. I, and i'm a little better about that shit now given Kids i haven't still like you're yeah. different you're everyone like video game skills are like school ability like it's educational ability you're you're better at certain video games than you yeah, are at exactly others. but so I'm, I'm following them i finally get to, and i had the strat guide my dad got me the strat guide for christmas ah brady games i love them oh so i knew i knew what i had to do for this mission Right. I, after a certain point, the end game was Sweet falls off. You had to position your car underneath him so that he falls under the hood of your car and you save him. Wow. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking, exactly. uh, 14 years later. <laughs> um, so I finally got to the point where it was time. It was time to catch him. I finally made Absolutely. it. I finally got to that point in the game without... Have, without failing, yeah, I position him. His shadow's right on the hood of my fucking car. Oh my god, it was glorious. I knew I was bringing it home. I was fucking bringing it home. Right. He falls off, falls through my car. Oh dies. no! Dies. Mission fails. <laughs> I stand up and I fucking spike my fucking controller on the fucking ground. Absolutely. Completely shatter it. Absolutely. I couldn't play OG Monster Hunter for like five months because I didn't have the balls to tell any of my family, I need a new controller for my PS2. Right, right. <laughs> because I shattered it. I didn't want my family to be to like... To just know. To know like, that hey, I, I got so mad much, at a video I game. I got so mad at a video game that I destroyed... I, I think I kept, like, the triangle, circle, square, X buttons. Right. Just as, like, a memento of my <laughs> anger. You could have just lied and said that you accidentally stepped on it. <laughs> when it shattered, it's literally no, dust. No, it was sh- it, pff, basically. 
Oh my goodness. Like, it was I, done. I, okay, so my most recent, like, mad video game moment, aside from Overwatch and breaking my For headset, the record, I haven't played San Andreas since. And you really? Just, you just made me think of that. I'm like, holy shit, I haven't. That was the only time it's you ever happened. You gotta go back. You gotta do it again. You gotta beat the mission. Beat the game. Dick, come on. Go on. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... Something that I used to get really upset about. This is what, uh, way back when I used to live in Idaho. I was playing on an Damn. Xbox 360. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I lived a crazy life. New dude. York, Idaho. New York to Indiana, Indiana to Idaho to Indiana. I've been through pretty much the top entire belt of the U.S. But uh, there was and he's been was, to all the cool places. I probably. I, I don't doubt it. You seem like the type of person to be to all the cool places of the U.S. so far. Thank you. I've lived a lot of places. Right? But I was playing in idaho home of the potato which like obviously doesn't have it doesn't have <laughs> we get right? vodka from potato so idaho is pretty badass right it's, like it was rice. it was a decent time it was very christian very uh anti-video game they got to play modern warfare 3 for i think an hour every two weeks is the person where i got this xbox 360 from it was my girlfriend at the time's parents and it was because one of their sons bought it. So I got this Xbox 360 and I started borrowing it. And I started playing Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, it's Scholar. It has all the DLC and stuff like that. It's going to be really cool. I wind up getting to the very last boss of the game where it's... Uh, I don't know if you... Have you played Dark Souls 2? I have been NG plus 15 in every Dark Souls game and Bloodborne. Okay, okay. So you basically know the uh, the queen at the very end. You have to fight the queen. And I remember I was doing this with no assist, so there was nobody to summon for me, and I was doing it by myself. I was like, I'm doing this unassisted completely all the way through. I have beaten every single boss. I have unlocked every single quest. I'm ready to 100% complete this game. Uh, Aside from doing, like, the whole, like, don't get hit, don't do this run. Right. Because there's, like, a hit where, like, you can't die once or, like, you can't get hit once or something like that. It's crazy. But... I was just beating the queen and I like, it took me like at least three days because I would just get so mad at the game that I was like, you know what? Turn off the entire console and be like, I win. Like you can't get the best of me. I'm not going to get mad over you. And I'd walk away. And then 20 minutes later, I'd come back and do it. But I just remember beating that final boss. And I was just like, raised my controller up in the air and I just stood up and I was like, yes. And then it like, I hear this voice and it's the fucking stupid ass little blob bitch that I don't remember his name, but I will call him Blob Bitch because that's fitting for this Blob podcast. Bitch. Um, but he like said like, "Oh, you think you're done? Blah blah blah. You're like, you know, blah blah blah. You're gonna be the Lord Vessel. Da, 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 da. Fucking comes out of the ground. If you get near him, you take fire damage, and you just you will just die instantly if he hits you with literally anything. So you run around for most of this time, and it took me like I think a two, solid two weeks, and every single time that I would die. I would just have to turn off the console and walk away for 20 minutes and then come back to it because I was just that upset. But it's so rewarding. It was so rewarding to beat it, So which is why you need to beat San Andreas. It'll be so rewarding that it's been such a long time. I remember as a child, I used to rage at Pokemon Snap. That was fun. I never played yeah, Pokemon pathetic. Snap. I will, I will I tell you that. I didn't rage that much. I, was mo- I, I can't remember what I was trying to do. Catch was- fucking Rhydon with butt stuff? <laughs> what? <laughs> Trying to catch Rhydon doing butt stuff. Oh. <laughs> We're back to it. We're doing it again. I think. Mommy, what's that Nidoran doing to that other Nidoran? <laughs> Nidor- what's Nidoran doing to Nidorina? 
Nidoran and Nidorina and Rhydon were not in Pokemon Snap. Everybody knows this. I mean, except for the people who haven't played Pokemon Snap, like me. Oh, my God. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. I'm a terrible person. No, you're not. It's He's funny. So Aww. decades later, right? I played it again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. I know a thing about photo- the principles of photography now. And all of my pictures just could not beat my original pictures from third grade yes and i'm like so i was like okay fuck this i'm throwing out everything about photography and then i started beating it i started beating my old pictures i'm like yeah there was was a point in time that i went back to like original pokemon blue and red and yellow and i don't understand how i ever did it as a kid because it's hard as hell when trying to play like now as an adult i don't understand why Pick Venusaur. It's not hard for me. I mean, yeah, because Venusaur, I mean, like, if you pick Bulbasaur, like, from the beginning, it's the easiest mode. But I always pick Charmander, so it's the hardest. I always pick Squirtle. Really? Charmander Charmander is considered easy mode. No, Bulbasaur is definitely considered easy mode. What's Ivysaur doing? His best. (laughs) His best. (laughs) I know that meme. Like, 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 still, like. like, So I have blue, red, yellow. Okay. Red, I pick Charmander. Blue, I pick Squirtle. Right. And then yellow, you get them all. You obviously, yeah, you get you get Pikachu to begin with, and then you just get everything else, so it doesn't matter. But even still, like, okay, uh, uh, how do you feel about the uh, the new Pokemon game that's coming out for the I'm Switch? I'm pretty fucking pumped. Great Dude, segue. I'm really fucking pumped. Thank you. <laughs> I honestly, like, if you reach into that blue bag right there, I, don't I have... I know that I want to. Yeah, I have my Switch in there. And this his anal thing. beads. And my anal beads. My anal beads are actually the Joy-Con controllers oh. from my Switch. Yeah, I don't have a Switch You'll notice yet. they are no longer red or blue. They are only brown. Only brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a Switch yet. Neither does he. We both plan on getting our Switches. I, like, they are so fun. Sometime in November. I will absolutely... I will... Spoiler alert. Switches are awesome. <laughs> Everyone who can get one, just get one. They're, so, they're such a great investment. Because you can dock it and play it on your TV... And then when it's like, okay, well, I have to go now, but I don't want to stop playing this game. Literally take the Joy-Con controllers out of out of the uh, like the metal like controller thing that they come in, snap it onto either side of the switch, pick it up and go. And I do that all the time. I don't play mobile games, so I even would still, only, like, I, I would only play it on my TV. I've literally only I've been playing Breath of the Wild for the past like almost month. It's been so great just yeah, being I, able to I, like. I have it on Wii U. It's so, it's so, I don't know. It's so beautiful on the Switch. It's such a great game. The story's a little weak, but. The story is a little weak. I have noticed that. It is a, the, it is a little weapon, weak. The weapon degradation really pissed me off, too. That is kind of bullshit. And then, like, the only thing that, like, the only weapon that won't break on you is the Master Sword. But Which you need... still breaks on you. Exactly. And it'll break on you, but it'll be like, oh, yeah, you gotta wait ten minutes real time to use it. Don't ever play Breath of the Wild. You'll just fucking hate it. Breath of the Wild's a piece of shit. That is the opposite. Quote. Alan Tyler. That is the opposite of what I've heard from everyone. It's not a piece of shit. It's a it's not. It's game. fucking great. No, I, but yeah. it's, got a, it's got a shit. The weapon mechanic. degradation and the fucking storyline are both very weak. Well, I mean, I can understand the storyline being weaker compared to the other games because I mean, they had they, apparently they made this game huge. It's so big, and like, there's that's the thing is like I heard uh, sacrifices recently. I heard recently that Nick Maxson like. Beat it. I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but I he, was at his house a couple weeks ago, and he was just beating one of the 
the fucking mystical beasts. And he beat the entire game. And you know what the percent of uh the percentage of completion that he got on it by the time that he beat it? Thirty three percent. That's how big it is. You can do a shit ton of things, and you're still only like a quarter of the way there. Not even. Yeah, and I think he I didn't even like do all that. Tom did something. Exactly. His, his five year old, six year old son did most did a lot of it. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, with as far as Zelda goes, you're never gonna beat Twilight Princess's story. Exactly. Twilight Princess is the best one. In the honestly, series. honestly though, like honest opinion, Ocarina of Time is for me. I I like that's the Ocarina the, of Time. You bring too so much, much nostalgia into it though. I mean, that's why I still, that's why in I good conscience I, I can say Twilight Princess was the best. I beat it when I was. I mean, like even still, uh, uh, Link to the Past was still a fantastic story regardless. Okay. Like both of those were. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I only beat uh, Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time when I was about 19 years old. I never beat it as a kid because Water Temple. Right, Water Temple. And not having an N64 for the majority of my life also right. kind of sucked. Oh my god, I remember watching my uncle to go through the Water Temple and I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, what the fuck? And the it's... cat was like, what the fuck? People who yeah. say video games <laughs> suck obviously have never beaten the Water Temple. Just saying. It's, it's so satisfying. It's satisfying like my once dick you beat was hard it. for about three weeks. <laughs> I was at full, like at least half chub. Well, for I'm the always full half time. chub. I'm always full half chub. I'm always three quarter chub. Always. Twenty four hours a day, three sixty five. <laughs> gotta be prepared for anything. I gotta be ready for any situation. I had a manager that one time. Uh, he was very short, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm about a uh, five foot standing up, six foot laying down," and just always cracked me up. <laughs> what are you guys doing back here, touching dicks? <laughs> Back from my days of the days work, of ye. working and working in food, my Oops. manager he would always he would always ask us like if we were just in the back like talking or something like you know not working time theft time if you will theft, time theft if you will uh, exactly. he'd, be like, he'd walk back and be like hey what are you guys doing back here touching dicks get to work <laughs> yes and then one time like I was I was up front and people were in the back and he's like what the fuck? he like looks at me he's like what the fuck are they doing back there like just are they back there fucking just touching dicks? And he like he was up on the make table and he like mo- he positioned his hand like in his crotch like it was his dick and he's like <laughs> like just like slapping it on the make table just like <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> he's like they're just back there touching dick <laughs> and I'm like Jesus fuck the cool Damon. Thing is, is now that <laughs> cool thing is is I just I just like just today uh became a uh, a leader in my workplace and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Cause I've never been in a real position of power before. Oh God. It's, it's so, it's so oh, great. Yeah. Especially it's in food. It's exactly. I in feel like food, it's amazing. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's going to be like the worst thing in the entire world. Cause like there's going to be a lot of times where I'm going to have to play captain Dickhole, where it's like, I'm going to have to give you a write up because you've done this or you've done that. Oh, I didn't have that kind of power. I just had the, Oh, somebody wants to talk to the manager. Okay. <laughs> I had the, I had the, somebody wants to talk to the manager, I get that, but I also have to deal with the whole, like, if crew members are, like, you know, not doing what they're supposed to, if they're texting on their phone online and stuff like that, I have to deal with that now, which is pretty cool, but considering the fact that I haven't had a day off in, like, three weeks, kind of sucks. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm so busy all the well, time. We're glad to have you here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I have a funny story. Go ahead. Uh, Friday at work, a guy and I were, were doing panels. And 
this other guy that just recently started working at the shop walked in and asked us something and he recently like shaved his head but he's got a really big he's a ginge but he's got a really big fucking red beard and he he wears when he so he's a mike smith a, well but like i saw mike smith today actually. wait just just let me finish so he wears a flat build hat to work every day but he fucking the front of his hat always covers his eyebrows <laughs> like this like always oh my god like no matter what oh it's always god. covering his eyebrows audio listeners please tune into the live feed because you get weird. you have to like see it, this it is always his hat is always covering his eyebrows and it's like <laughs> it's like it's you're like, making me uncomfortable it's like he's always like half-assed like he has to look up to see anybody <laughs> So that's not the story, though. So we were back in, in, in another part of the shop doing panels, and he walked in there to ask us something. And then he immediately turned around and, and walked out. And it was one of those, like, epiphany-type moments. I just looked up to the guy that I was working with, and I said, Hey, Corey. Or, Hey, Corbin. And he goes, Yeah. And I said, Does Oz kind of remind you of Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, he goes, yeah, I mean, the way that his face is and, you know, with the bald head now and the beard, he kind of looks like Thanos. And I said, yeah, like a trailer park Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> trailer park Thanos. <laughs> Hashtag trailer park Thanos. Oh, my God. We need we need we need a trailer park Thanos shirt. Nate Phillips, get on it. <laughs> I need a trailer park Thanos shirt. I also Stat. really want to see Thanos with a beard. I, I think that'd be bad. Well, like, like Josh Brolin. That's his Thanos. fucking tentacles. That's his beard. Oh. Yeah, that is his beard. It's the, it's uh, the so far chain. we have for to, uh, episode titles, Beholden the Wiggle Worm and Trailer Park Thanos. <laughs> trailer Park Thanos is pretty, it's pretty Beholden solid. Beholden Trailer Park Thanos' Wiggle Worm. Too long. <laughs> too long. We've Wait, had too. fucking episode titles yeah, that I don't twice like, as long. I, I don't like going that long. You should just right. do an episode My title like... Trailer Park Thanos, but... I, I second the Trailer Park Thanos thing. We'll see where, we are at, where we're at at the end of the episode. Right. We still got at least a half hour. Real quick, since we're, since we're on the topic the of... Trailer uh, Park having, Thanos? No, I was going to say... <laughs> since stuff? we're on the topic of... Well, I mean, we will come back to pegging later. But what I'm saying for now is, since we have a half hour left, uh, ish, should we should we Doom Room plug? What do you want to plug, dude? We're gonna Doom Room plug the random bank. Challenge. Oh fuck yeah, we are, dude. Okay, so basically, the Doom Room has put together this entire slew of uh, festivals, God, or like an entire festival. Slew, dude. It's so great. God, I love gives slew. Me full fucking chub. Full chub. Full chub. Not boner, but full chub. Full chub. I'm liking it. So. The Doom Room has been so gracious as to hold a random band challenge. And basically what it is is, like, we all basically said what instruments we could play. We filled a form What we can out. do. Exactly. And they chose random names from, like, basically just from the draw of a hat. And they said, all right, you're going to be in band with these people. And Dick and I both happened to be in separate bands for the random band challenge. Hashtag Doom Room plug. Hey, could but, I have could I have signed up for that to play like the fucking like cymbals, or the fucking I, I don't know tambourine? You should, a, you should be in our band to play the tambourine. Can I we play definitely the tambourine? Need it. I don't know. I think I, it only gave options of vocals, guitar, bass, and drums. Exactly. Yeah, and like I, I, or I, other. Like, like I'll show it. Yeah, others a fucking tambourine. Other okay? is tambourine. 
I, that's I put, what the like, title is going to be. Like, Other well, is tambourine. And you had a secondary I can, option. I can get fucking a tambourine from from Captain No Tooth over there, like right now. Oh yeah, you, they, you had a secondary option. It was like, okay, if you don't get vocals, uh, what else can you play? And I put like I put everyone. other, and then it asked to to say what other is, and I'm like, I play guitar and bass, but I'm not good at either. <laughs> exactly. Like I I made sure to expressly let Nick know that I'm strictly a rhythm guitarist, but it's really cool because Van Smith and Austin Hill are both in my band, and Van Smith is a really good lead guitarist, and I feel like he's gonna be able to teach me a couple things about like what we're gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. I can play the tambourine. You should absolutely you play, play the, the tambourine with us. Uh, no. Show up on December. But I can clack two spoons together. And here's the thing, though. Well, you can play tambourine for his band. You can play spoons for mine. Here's the thing, can though. Can I do washboard for yours? I really want spoons. I've always wanted spoons. And I really want to do a heavy metal cover of Red Solo Cup. Uh, can I, <laughs> I would absolutely can do I that. Just, can I just clang Red Solo Cups together? Okay, we, we can meet in the middle. You can, you, yeah, we have, <laughs> we have the technology. What? Can we I, can clack can, red can solo I, can cups I take together. Fishing line and poke holes in the bottom of red solo cups and make like a red solo cup noisemaker. So it's like a tambourine, clack, 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 clack. and red solo cups all at the same time. And then whale noises. Yes. So tell tell us who's in your band. Noises. So my <laughs> band is. I'm not going to remember everybody because there's people. We have yeah. There's people. Um, and I'm already two beers in, which is kind of shameful. But you know what? Hey, episode cool. 50, I got fucking tanked off about two and a half beers. So. I was going to say, I had a wonky nuggets and I'm feeling kind of wonky. But I That's know so for a fact there is uh, Cody Clem, yep. Austin Hill, Van Smith, David Linder, Ryan Lewis, and myself. It's like and, seven people. Right? There's a lot of people. But There's the thing is, it's like, I don't have that many I can't, people in my band. What I the can't, fuck? I feel like it was just because Austin is a second vocalist. Like we have David Linder and Austin Hill as our vocalists and stuff like that. Yeah, so like you got that. a punk guy and a uh, some guy that's never actually been in a band. But still will be good. I've never yeah. been in a Doom Room band either. I've never been in a band at yeah. all, actually. But I feel like we're still gonna do pretty well. But the thing is, is like uh I just feel like okay, so first off, you December fifteenth Thanos. At the exactly we have a trailer park Thanos. You have a trailer park Thanos. That should be the name of your band. December. Linder. Oh no, we already what? have Linder. No, I was saying have... Austin. Austin is that's trailer, trailer park, park Thanos. That's like Trailer Park Thanos's brother, Trailer Park Cthulhu. <laughs> trailer Park, Trailer Park Beazel Bubbles. It's fucking tentacle mouth. <laughs> tentacle mouth. He looks like a fucking mind flayer. I'm pretty Dude, excited about so my great. band. Like I know we came up with our idea and stuff, and I feel like you, I you already told me you know what our like. I know what your is. idea is. We're I know keeping what your theme it is. under wraps right I now. I won't say nothing. Exactly. I, I know you won't. And stuff, I've been but sworn to secrecy. That, I've been. I I've had others sworn to secrecy too and stuff, I and they're not part of like this entire group. Information right now. But what I'm saying is December fifteenth, North End Pub. Be there to watch all of us play. Hashtag yeah. Doom Room plug. I got I got Brian Bosner from the Mound Builders. I got. Jake Quintanilla from fucking Minds Horizon on bass. Brian's on guitar. Uh, I got Mike Smith from Yesterday's Chips. And you're the vocalist? On guitar. I'm vocals. I got Chuck Hawley on drums, formerly of Ann Architecture. Like, 
it's gonna be nuts. I'm not even the best vocalist in the band. I'm like literally the most mediocre person in the band. But well, I mean, do you have I mean, in to your be defense, the best? You're like the most mediocre human being alive. <laughs> I so I, I strive for thirty percent. Yes, all the time. I always give thirty percent. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. I really hope and and you know like we we had a, a dinner last Friday at the Lafayette Brewing Company to uh, discuss what we wanted to do with the band like where we're practicing, when we're practicing. Uh, and like we settled on Thursdays for practice at Chuck's dad's in Clark's Hill. I'm not too fond of that idea, but I mean, whatever. it's okay. It's once, it's once a week, yeah. whatever. Um, but like they're, they're talking about like, yeah, they're like all of them are in agreement that none of them want to do what they already do in their current bands. All right. Like, and I'm like, man, this is going to get way too experimental and I'm not going to be into it. <laughs> but because if I'm not vibing the music, I'm not going to write for it. You know, I'm treat it like butt stuff. Just get really drunk. Just get Just really drunk happen. and wing it. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. See, but I want to take it seriously. No, no, no. I'm saying we're like, we're pretty like, not you don't, serious. You don't I know you guys are you not serious. You take so butt great, stuff though. seriously, Blaine. You, you only let butt stuff happen if you're fucking three sheets of the wind. So get fucking three sheets to the wind, fucking feel the music, and then write some shit. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm not even the best vocalist in the band. The bass player is the best vocalist in the band. Well, but guys, even still, I feel like you're going to do, do good at your job. I didn't even know he could do anything why other than vocals. Why don't you guys stroke each He's other He's amazing. Off. He's an ama- Jake is an amazing vocalist. Dude, I'm playing with a couple legends myself. I feel like I'm living to a lot of expectations here. Cody is an amazing drummer. And uh, Van is just Van the best is, Van is a great thrash guitarist. Uh, I wouldn't say he's the best guitarist I know, but he is good. Have you seen Have excellent. you seen some of his Boner Joe work though? Oh yeah, he does great. Boner Joe, he's not in Boner Joe. You're right. Oh yeah, he's the tech for Boner Joe. Yeah, right. I forgot. Uh, Richie Rips. I wonder where Boner Joe is right now. I probably don't know. somewhere probably. in Europe or maybe Canada. Probably. I think they're always like they, they tour South America a lot. They tour South America, so like yeah. maybe Guatemala. Yeah. Ecuador. Somewhere around there, Ecuador probably. Yeah. They're somewhere around here. I can't wait for them to come back, though. They're looking for uh, fucking Escobar's fucking gold. <laughs> looking for Escobar's gold. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Let's go back to let's go back. Well, let's go back to pegging. We we promised we'd go back to this. So, like, how do you feel about Can pegging, we not? Dick? I don't Can know. we not? I've never experienced it. I, neither have I. That's Are the you thing. interested in experiencing it? I don't know. Please, please, defi- so, please define up. pegging for the audience. I'm going to leave this okay, one up. So, asking asking right. for a friend. <laughs> so pegging, for those who don't know, it is when a woman loves a man very, very much, and the man loves the woman very, very much, that sometimes she will strap on a dildo. Oh, man. If you would. A big penis. A giant a penis. penis. <laughs> Just a lot of penis. Excessive amounts of penis. And basically they just have sex with a man and stuff. And is that considered gay? Would you consider that gay? One hundred percent. You would consider that gay. Yes. I getting getting I penetrated think... by an imitation penis to me is gay. But the thing is it's on a woman. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just the fact that it is. It's twenty eighteen. You can't assume their gender, number one. They might but, have been a man at some time. But they if might they have were, been a man, then it would just be homosexual sex they and might not have, wait, 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 wait. But, but, but it's not, pe- it's not penis-to-penis contact. 
or penis to anus contact. So is it really homosexual sex? See, that's what I'm wondering. That's well, what I'm asking. Let you. me go farther. It could have been a man who shape changed into a woman, who then made the transition back into a man. Hey, Harry, do you a, need that shit? But doesn't have a penis. I, I hope you're happy, Nate Phillips. I really hope you're happy with us getting back on this topic. We've broke, covered everything I broke Blaine. at this point. Yeah, Blaine is just, he's just, uh, how are you doing? How it's are you just doing? Weird. We finally have a comment again. Oh, who and is it? your fiance. What is Miranda saying? Oh, wow. She says, I literally went up behind Blaine the other night while he was bent over and asked if he wanted pegged. I said no. Did no, you say she no? says no? It's not gay. There is nothing wrong with experimenting. No, there's nothing wrong I... with experimentation. But if on a regular basis you're asking your uh, significant other or a female to strap up and plow you, but that's the thing. That's is like, gay. but is it gay? And it's not for... wrong. I'm not so, saying that gay is but, wrong. But is it gay for a woman to stick a finger up there? That's also gay. Penetration, it's... penetration with the anus to me is gay. I just feel like I feel like gay is just so. It's just gay. Okay, I, so here let me let me. Is it gay or is it homosexual? I guess. Let me let me. Well, that's the same thing. Let me let me break this down for you a little bit. Uh, We're so PC here. If if, <laughs> if, if, if okay, if uh, if Blaine comes over to me right now and starts going down on me, I'm not gay. Nate Phillips says, "Pegging, you'll never know if you never try. You never try if you never know." Exactly, it's like D and D. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait Pegging a minute. is wait so minute. like D and D. If Blaine comes over here and starts going down on me right now on the live stream, that doesn't make me gay. That makes you banned on Facebook. I'm just getting my dick sucked. <laughs> well, they don't have to see it. They don't have to see it. They just they just have to know. It's I mean, just going to be me sitting be, in yeah, the chair. He, yeah. And Karina, you guys are just off. Karina camera. says, "A guy asked me to peg him once." I wasn't into it. <laughs> I don't. So, but I mean, if Alex Taylor, if you're in here, show, uh, send a screenshot of your cards against humanity, uh, suggestions. She actually, so I was at the bar the other night, right? I was at the vault and my friend, Alex, shittiest bar in Lafayette. Oh, whatever. Okay. In terms of the beer. Yeah. But it I enjoy is the, the shittiest, bar but I enjoy Lafayette. the people that, that I know that yeah, are they there. can go to other bars too and make those great. You're not wrong. Very rarely am I. I love the staff. I love the staff. Anyway, so my friend Alex is like, uh, he, she says, so I, I sent in suggestions for uh, Cards Against Humanity, for white cards and black cards. And holy shit, that list was, like, what she put down was just gold. Did they but, accept it? I don't know. But I want her to post it in the comments if she's, <laughs> if she's still here. Uh, if, if she... If she doesn't post it in the comments, I will actually post it on the page if she ever sends it to me. You said Alex Taylor? Yeah. Do you know where she went to school at? Alexander Taylor. Do you know where she went to school I at? I do not. Because if she went to Frankfurt High School, then I know that Alex Taylor. But if she did not, then I don't know that Alex Taylor. I know of an Alex Taylor that I went to high school with. She was really cool. Alexander Dale Taylor. I, I could not tell you. So anyway, back to, back to being gay. Um... <laughs> But Excellent. why is it gay though? Like wait, wait, I just wait, I want to know. Wait, 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 wait. If if Blaine co- is, goes down on me, that doesn't make me gay. That makes him gay because he's sucking dick. It depends. But you're getting your dick sucked by a man. Okay, now wait a minute. Gay I, is a, a minute, sexual wait a minute, preference. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh if, my goodness. If I stick my dick through a glory hole and get sucked off, I don't know what's on the other side of that glory hole. If it's a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. 
you don't know. It, you can't be gay or straight based on getting your dick sucked off in a glory hole. Schrodinger's 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 fucking glory hole. Schrodinger's glory hole. That is the fucking episode title. Write that down. So, okay. <laughs> so it's the same it's the same thing. Like that but doesn't like, but no, that doesn't make me gay. I don't think that it is though because if you're going through a glory hole then that is something like okay, going you're going into a glory hole, you don't know what's on the other side. Therefore, you are oblivious to it. You don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but if you know a guy is sucking you off and you are allowing that, that's totally gay. Or you just want your dick sucked. It doesn't matter who sucks it. That doesn't make you gay. I oh, I feel like it does, though. And like, If, a if woman you're is... actively going to suck a dude's dick, though, that makes you gay. I'm sorry. But if you're getting your dick sucked by a guy, that's not gay. No. But then why is it a girl, like, any penetration of the anus... You know we have an actual, like, us guys... We have a gland in our anus that is meant, like, it's our prostate. If you get your prostate, like, rubbed Milked. and stuff like that, yeah. exactly, you will have an orgasm. Does that make you gay because you have your prostate rubbed? Yes. Like, five minutes ago, Miranda said the man's G-spot is there. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, so she's already I don't, I don't need my G-spot stimulated because... Uh, Penis the, is fine. The highest, I, exactly. The highest concentration of nerve endings in my entire body is in the tip of my penis, and it is that way... For a scientific and genetic purpose. Science. <laughs> science rules. Build out science guy. Bill. 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 Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. Don't. Someone is gonna misunderstand what I'm saying. Is as as, as uh, fucking LGBTQ plus uh, hate. I don't give a shit. As long as you don't bother me, I don't fucking care. But, I mean. Having shit shoved in your ass is gay to me. I'm sorry, it is. But okay, so gay and homosexual, it's it's not necessarily an action. It's it's a preference, and so in those being, it's a sexual preference. Those being, so if you're a male and you're into male, that's homosexual. Also that's what known I'm saying. As gay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, like gay covers just like just homosexuality in general. Yeah, that's why it's gay is a lot shorter of a word than homosexual. But that's the thing. And we're like, on a podcast yeah. and I'm drinking, so it's a lot easier to say. Yeah, I agree. And I, I agree I with that. But I completely agree, saying, but like, the action itself is... It's, it is homosexual, it, doesn't, it is gay. It, the if action, it is homosexual, it is gay. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm but saying. But the action itself can't be homosexual or gay. It depends on if a man or a woman is doing it to another man or a if woman. If you were having... I feel like... This is my opinion. If I feel like you were having a sexual relation with someone of the same gender, you were gay. But if you were having a sexual relation with someone of a different <laughs> gender, you're not gay. And I'm not talking about like, oh, if you're getting sucked off by a dude, but they say they're a woman, that's not gay. No, that's still gay because they're still a dude and stuff like that. But if it's like if a woman is sucking me off, that's not gay. If a woman is sticking a finger up my butt, I don't know why she would. I don't like that, but it would not be gay. That like that's gay. See, I just don't. I can't agree Actions can't be gay. Actions cannot be gay. How? Because gay is male to male or female to female. It's same sex. But it's in 2018, not... there's no such thing as gender. I, I identify ooh. as a meat popsicle. I <laughs> identify as a meat popsicle. Gay is more emotional than y'all giving it credit or lesbian, not just physical. We are all sexual beings. Just depends on what gets you off. Miranda also says, I don't hear you screaming science in the bedroom, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's to you tonight. <laughs> Science! I mean... Science! People, people, people can 
can fucking hate on me and call me a bigot all day. No, 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 that's not what we're saying. No, 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 You're not giving any hate, obviously. No, I will. Someone is going Someone is going to fucking... Someone is going to be triggered by things that I say over the next part of the conversation. There are only two genders. There is male and female. But the thing is, is I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in gender fluid or anything no. like that. Like it's not. I cannot. I cannot wake it's a up. Con- gender fluid is a concept. I cannot wake up tomorrow and say, "Yep, I'm a meat popsicle." <laughs> we're not thinking, Miranda. We're not thinking too hard on this. She says you guys are thinking way too hard on this. I mean, we're not thinking I, too hard. I feel we like I'm discussing. thinking so hard. I need. <laughs> we're having think, a discussion. I think, and this is my personal opinion. I think a man having something shoved put or touching his asshole is a homosexual action if you like have like a wedgie and your underwear is touching your butthole does that make you gay that is something that is an inanimate object that was not put there on purpose but what if it was another being unless it was was, people can give you wedgies what are you talking about people can give you wedgie i can give you wedgie right now if i really wanted to pleasure in that instance, the goal, in that instance, the goal is torment. The and goal pain. was not pleasure. Please torment write that down. and pain. I'm not writing that down. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I feel like homosexual is just male on male. Anything. If you are getting your male dick on sucked, male or female on female. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Thanks for correcting. That's why me. it's easier just to say gay. Exactly. But I feel like if you are being gay, you are a man who is sucking a penis or having your penis sucked by a male. If you were a woman and you were having your pussy eaten by a woman or you were eating pussy, you know, you are gay. You, that is homosexual. But opposite genders, like, it doesn't it doesn't work like that to me, at least. Like, and, I that, just, and that's fair. I just, I think having shit touch your bum bum is gay. That's why I don't like shit touching my bum is, bum. Is, let's just find out when he sleeps and then let's just have something touch his I, bum I just, bum. I just don't agree like with how you're saying it. Just like... like like it's it's not gay it's just you don't like it it's just different you just don't like it no it is something that homosexual people do it is something that homosexual people do but homosexual people also like eat cake is eating cake gay (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah you that's all i'm saying you caught me in the loop You called me in the loop. You got me. Do you like that cake, you queer? <laughs> that's that's not. See, now you're making it sound like I'm attacking gay people. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> what else homosexual people do? They eat I gotta pizza. Go. I, gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> right over there. All right. right. You'll yeah. I'll find it. Find now it. I'm being. There's one it down now here. There's only out. so many rooms down now in I'm this basement. Bigot. Now I'm personally attacking gay people. You're not. I get it. I get. No, I get what you're saying. I know you're not trying to hate. And I really, I genu- I genuinely hope the audience doesn't feel that way. I mean, okay, I, so here, here's another, a, a little bit of uh, science fun fact to, to back this up. The likelihood that a man and woman contact AIDS through unprotected sex vaginally is like a 64th of it is, uh, of, a ma- of a man and a man having anal intercourse. It is a fraction of the percentage. Yeah. Why is that? Like, what makes because, it... Because your ass is not meant to have shit shoved in it. Well, no. Obviously. Okay? So when a man shoves a penis in another man's ass, it is detrimental to the ass and the penis because they're not meant to go that place. So it damages the anus. It damages the penis. It's a slightly abrasive environment. And there yeah. is never enough lubrication. Ever. 
So, because of the breaking of the skin, your likelihood of AIDS goes fucking right to the top. That doesn't but, happen vaginally with a woman. But how, now, do, how does a, that not happen vaginally? Because there's fluids transferred. There's fluids being exchanged no matter what. Right. But the likelihood of blood being transferred is a lot less. Uh-huh. But it's not just blood. It's just it's, it's, not it's just fluids blood. It's in any general. bodily fluid. Yeah. But blood has... I fucking saw this the other day and I read it and I was going to bring it today and I forgot to say Oh, yeah, I'm one of your fucking Alex Jones fucking... What are you trying to say, Blake? I'm just fucking... I, I don't know. I was just trying to Dude, be you were funny. Trying, and, you were trying to do I was something. trying to be funny and... The like, likelihood is a lot less. Okay. For... What are we... We're so, talking about AIDS. We're talking about AIDS. Talking about AIDS? <laughs> we're talking about... Okay, well, we're moved on talking, to we're AIDS. Still, we're still talking about when homosexuality. Was, okay, and so, I said that the likelihood of contacting AIDS during um, male-to-male sexual encounters anally is almost... You know, towards the top of the fucking percentages. I I, I guess I can agree with that because your I ass isn't meant to have shit probably. shoved. In. Your penis is not meant to go in someone's asshole. But the thing is, is AIDS is caused from the spreading of fluids and stuff like that. Right. Can I finish? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, the whole blood thing, based on this study that I read, fucking ups that percentage even more. So. I talked to a uh, I talked to my health teacher when I was in about seventh grade about like the spread of AIDS and stuff like that. And the thing is, is, he told me we could have an entire bucket of blood in front of us, right? And everyone could slit open their arm and dip their entire arm in that bucket of AIDS blood, and only like one out of every like ten or fifteen of us would actually have AIDS. I mean, technically, you'd have HIV first, but... I mean, yeah, but still, you would have have HIV, but you would test HIV positive, like, every 10 or 15 people who all dipped their arm in a bucket of AIDS blood. Yeah, because your body's an organ. It absorbs liquid at, like, 700% faster than any other part of your body will. We're talking about the arm? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's your skin. Your skin. Oh, your skin. Okay. So, like, anytime you look at, like, chemical exposures, uh, you know, shit that has adverse effects on your body. So, you can drink, like, say, say you drink water with lead in it. Right, right. Okay, you're going to be exposed to that lead immediately because it's actually entering your digestive system. Yeah. So, that's a fast track into your fucking bloodstream. Mm. If you hold your fucking arm in a fucking bucket of lead water. Right. And then fucking nick yourself. The amount of the contaminant that your body absorbs through that is like tenfold what you actually take in through your digestive system. Uh, makes sense. That's why the AIDS thing with the blood. So with the abrasion, you're actually breaking the skin, you know, because your penis doesn't inhale fluid. No. I mean, maybe your penis doesn't. I'm I mean, just kidding. Hey. Oh, I'm, I'm about to be a bigot again because my penis doesn't inhale fluid. <laughs> Therefore, you are a bigot. God damn it. God, how dare you, Tyler? How dare no, I, I sincerely hope nobody like takes this that way because it's it's not. It's just we're actually discussing this shit. And it's yeah, not, I, again, I'm not. It's not meant to be. Any, I'm not belittling anybody. No, I, I fully support. Don't uh, feel homosexual bad relationships. I have gay friends. Everyone has a right to be happy in life. However, but you I, do that is up to you. Yeah, that's and... up to you. As long as it doesn't affect me, then I don't care. 
Exactly. You know, and, everyone and has... your life shouldn't other people's love life shouldn't affect other people. Absolutely. So I mean, yeah. I mean that's 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 the stance that I've always held. The the moment that I found out that people are gay, I've always been that way. Like, like I had gay friends in high school. Skylar has a lot of gay friends. They're good people. Yeah. They've There's never really, done anything bad to me. Exactly. And they've never. I their love life and my love life have never been involved, ever. So we're still really good friends. The moment one of them were to overstep bounds and try and get me involved in that love life, I'm sorry. Like, hey, I, I, that's that's just not what I'm about. Yeah. It doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make no. them a bad person either. No. Um, we're all just fucking people. We all deserve to be happy. But I've got some strong opinions about stuff. There is only two genders to our species. And there is a genetic anomaly, i.e. the hermaphrodite, that has both. I feel like I feel like the thing that upsets me most about like wanting to like have a transition or something like that and like being transgender in general is like if you identify as a woman but you are a male like if you go to the hospital for something like that there and you say like I'm a female they're going to look for female organs and things like that that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know you're basically you're causing a lot of stress on the doctor and you're yep. causing a lot of stress on yourself. And things like that. And that's pretty much the only, re- the, that's the only, like, real reason I have to disagree with this whole, like, you know, oh, you want to be gender fluid or whatever like that. Because if you identify as an attack helicopter, they're not going to look for specific things. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Apache attack helicopter. Apache Well, there's more than one attack helicopter. But it's typically an they Apache. Could be, they could be People a tend to drift towards the Apache. It depends on what branch of the military. I don't know. Like a lot of people We're favor just, the Apache. Cuz the Marines specifically butt stuff to D&D. The Marines to specifically Apache deploy the Cobra attack helicopter. Yeah, but people I people generally uh they they identify as the Apache, not nope. Unless I'm sorry. They're, unless they're educated. <laughs> unless they're educated. I don't I don't think anybody Trump really has comes a, down wrong. Like if anybody has a preference, it's usually the the Apache. What if someone wants to be a Chinook? Then they really want to take a lot in. <laughs> See? Thank you for picking up what I was putting oh, down. No. Thank oh, you, Red Alert. No. Command and Conquer Red Alert for telling for allowing me the knowledge to know what a Chinook is. Did you know that the, the sh- <laughs> it's still an engineering marvel that the Chinooks can actually fly? Really? The way that their rotors are positioned and set up and they, they rotate opposite directions, they should not be able to get off the ground. Physically. Especially with the weight that they can yes. carry. Physically, I mean, physically, the laws of physics dictate that the Chinook should not be able to get itself up off the ground and then maintain flight. You know, the same thing goes for bumblebees, though? Yeah. Bumblebees should not, by laws of physics, should not be able to fly at all. Nope. It is the weirdest thing in the entire world. The Chinook world. is the They're extra-dimensional beings, clearly. What? Bumblebees are extra-dimensional Bumblebees beings. are aliens. We've we've figured it out. Well, Fuck. the the thing is, they're from a they're from a different universe. Back to multiverse theory. Oh god! Like we've talked about this for like five Do you episodes. Think Dude, I would totally go for the multiverse theory. What? You think anyone's ever used a bumblebee as an anal bead? Why did gerbils got to get the one? Why did the gerbils got to get the one yeah. to get the bad rap for that? What if there's hamsters? You know what I mean? Yeah. What about the guinea pigs? Exactly. Is someone used a guinea pig? Could you use a guinea pig? That's a big fucking <laughs> tiny little. Good god. Claws and fingers, like just scratching at your at really, your, your Mr. anal's. Mister Tiddlywinks, just just scratching Fucking. at your insides. Just 
I couldn't do it. Mr. Slay. God, I don't even. Uh, fucking, fucking Bob Rorman. Gnawing at, <laughs> gnawing at your fucking colon. Fucking Bob Rorman. Trying Rorman's. to chew its way out. Fucking Bob Rorman. Did you know back in medieval times? Actually, I found this out. Uh, oh, I am so interested in this based off of what we were just talking about. Back in medieval <laughs> times, like this has something a little to do with the uh, chewing your way out and stuff. Mm-hmm. What they would do is they would take rats and they would put them on people's stomachs. Yeah, they would. Yeah, and they, that was they in Game would, of Thrones. They would starve. Yeah, exactly. There's an episode of Game of Thrones where they tortured somebody. They would starve. They, they would starve the rat that. first. Yeah, exactly. They'd starve the rat first. Throw a pot over it and then heat the pot up, mm-hmm. and then they would be forced to chew their way out. Mm-hmm. Most most people see that for the first time in Fast and the Furious too. Too fast, too yeah. furious. Too fast, too furious. Yeah, I remember that now. Uh, I saw it in Game of Thrones season two. I couldn't tell you. So yeah, back to Game of Thrones. I am not caught up on Game of Thrones. Uh, you really should. I don't have time. I barely have time to do this, and now I'm a college student. So watch uh, an episode a night. What? Watch an episode an a night. I don't hour. fucking have time. Stay up an extra hour. If I Sleep choose, for the if week. I have a choice between TV and video games, I will always choose video games. What video game are you currently playing? I'm playing Divinity Two: Original Sin. Really? I am right currently going through Breath of the Wild for the very first time on my Switch, and it is amazing. I'm still playing Monster Hunter. Did there that, is a... did that fucking giveaway end? What giveaway? The fucking with the golden eggs and shit. Oh, I don't think so. I think you can still log in. Because it's, it's like a commemorative thing, so you might want to hurry. I don't know how long it lasts, but I'm pretty sure you can just log in and yeah, do I'll it. Yeah, I'll do it sometime. Do it because, I mean, you get some good shit. And, Four golden eggs. Yeah. F- f- the, well, the the prince is what you want, so you can trade for the gems. But you also get four golden eggs. Yeah, I forgot about that. a lot that. of money. It is. I don't need money. Still, it's a money, lot of money. Money is just whatever. Money is always game. irrelevant in video games. And I'm, I'm in-game. Like, money just does we not matter. We are in-game. I, I'm farther than you. How? Because Dang. I've done quests that you haven't. Like what? Like the Lunastra quest. I beat it. I beat the Lunastra Teosha quest. You beat quest. the Lunastra? We did I'm it together. I've never heard anything about Monster you Hunter. Like, I literally looked at you like you have no fucking idea. <laughs> we did it together. <laughs> literally we like it together, never played fuck? it. No, we did the arena quest together. We didn't do the f- the full Teostra Lunastra together. Yeah, you don't know what I've oh, fucking man. done in my free time. I know you haven't. You don't fucking know my <laughs> I business. Know you I know you haven't. How do you, you know? Just because I know you haven't played Monster Hunter. Why? Because you don't want to go back to it. Why? Because you, you're bored with it. What did I say I didn't want to go back to it? You've told me. No. You're like, I have other games. I told you back in like fucking... Uh, March that I needed a little bit of a break. I mean, the idea that you're playing Divinity 2 right now is, is <laughs> kind of a sure in that... Miranda says, baby steps, Tyler, use a finger before you jump into hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, I'm, I'm sorry that you like to stick your hands in other people's ass, but that is a no-fly zone for me. It turns like, out turns out, Dick is actually super into anal fisting. Nobody like, I'm, I'm not gonna have anything put in my asshole. Unless it's 100% against my will. So you'll only allow it if it's against your will. You can't allow so, something if it's against your will. Exactly. <laughs> and that is the conundrum. It's a paradox, guys. I fucking hate you. Even more than I, I hated you when I got here. It's not rape if you yell surprise. Oh, that's so bad. Like, like Edward Norton in fucking American History X. He got plowed in the ass. Yeah, he did. By Nazis. Yeah. Oh, he was a Nazi and he still got plowed in the ass by Nazis. He got fucked in the ass. He- oh, yeah, he did. He got that the, was a big guy. He got the fucking. He was bo- a big guy. He got the fucking bottom knocked out. He got out the of hammer. Him. Yeah, he, he did. got the hammer. He got the hammer. He got, got the fucking shellacked. bottom knocked out of him. Um, 
I really need. Uh, so, in the next month or so, I'm gonna try to complete Assassin's Creed Origins. Finally. Finally. I, now, I keep going that, back to Monster Hunter. Now that like, fucking uh, Odyssey's only a month, a out. month out. Yeah, I keep God, going I back to so Monster Hunter, and I'm that. like enjoying the shit watched, out of Monster I Hunter right now. I watched gameplay of that the other day where they fought Medusa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah. See, I've never played any Monster Hunter, and the only Assassin's Creed game or Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's <laughs> Creed. You know the one where they do butt stuff. Oh. <laughs> and we're bringing it back. But no. Uh. So the only Assassin's Creed game I've ever played was what is it three and the very first one. I liked three a lot. I, I actually hated three. What's What's hilarious is those are the two I didn't play two Brotherhood or. Uh, I played two for like two hours. Right, right. And then uh, life started happening and I got interested in that. Right, uh, right. Then I got um, Revelations. I never got Brotherhood, but I got Revelations. And I played for a little bit of that just to see what it was like. And I never went back to either of those games. Then three came out that year. I I literally started playing the series because three was coming out that year. And I love the revolutionary time. I love the fact that I was going to be able to be in a treetop as an Indian, a Native American assassin, and right. I could I could literally hang British people. Exactly. I was all about hanging like revolutionary time British people. Like you just I say, red coats and it, it, red coats. It, yeah, you're right. You're right. Defined absolutely. Legitimately Lobster backs. I get it. Yes. Uh, I and you you have the rope dart. You you can literally wait for a red coat to you know unknowingly walk underneath you while you're up in a tree and you throw the rope door down and you fucking hang him Fuck, it was i loved it i it loved was, killing british people i honestly <laughs> i got that game in. just so i could fucking kill redcoats because i am still very bitter about the war of 1812 they burned down our white house and i'm not cool with that <laughs> we need to build a wall before our time. Uh, fun fact we need to build a wall in the atlantic ocean fun fact i was in the top 25 percentile of beaver slayers <laughs> beaver slayer oh yeah i got that note I, I, I just happened to kill like a whole little herd of beaver in my homestead <laughs> i hate you i love so the much. double entendres so i killed oh, all these boy. beavers and a little notification pops up it's like you're in the top 25 percentile of beaver killers of beaver hunters in the world and i'm like oh man and then so the beavers. next day the next day i go to work and i'm just like the entire night at work, I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I can't wait to go home and just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uphold my title. I'm gonna become the number one beaver hunter in the I world. I need to be the top. So percent. I, I literally spent like the entire next night just doing nothing but killing beaver. I loved Assassin's Creed Three. I did not like it at all. The story sucked, but the story absolutely sucked. That's what but killed the it. But the goddamn for me. gameplay was awesome. I play games for their story. I, I do too. The same way. I do too. Really typically. Bad. And you know, I four I like the story. Four but was fantastic. Uh, Unity was actually actually had a really good story, but nobody played it because it was so buggy. Uh, Syndicate story was meh, and then fucking Origins, man. Origins has been great. They took There's a, just so many goddamn Assassin's Creed they games. Fucking, well, no, no, no. Origins is different because they yes. took Assassin's Creed and they turned it into an RPG. Oh really? And they and made that, it. They they made it not so Assassin's Creedy. Right, because it's it's before it's it's it's, it's not, literally the founding of it's it. It's not linear anymore. No, it was pretty linear in the past and stuff. And it's I had a now. really tough time playing and the Bayek first game. Is a fucking fantastic main character. Yes, 
And I'm only like halfway through the game. I kept his fucking dreads and his beard the whole game. Me too. I love it. Because he looked dumb any other way. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to have to get on this. I Speaking like, of, of beard, uh, September the 8th, uh, my hair and my beard are both going. Really? Specifically like that day. Why that day, though? Because that's the first day I could get in to get my hair cut. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's like so like anticlimactic right like could have been like, like i'm fighting a this dragon day, that day i cannot wait it's this day no, and then like, it's like why can't uh that's just the day i can get a haircut like i'm i'm getting uh, a haircut and a straight shave all of it's going yeah really are you gonna do like any sort of facial hairstyle at all all of it's going and how long are you gonna go for that probably a week <laughs> you gonna go back to full beard or are you gonna go trying to sport the goatee i don't know i'll probably start with just the goat again and then i'll move i'll, I'll regrow the mustache and then i'll probably eventually go back to full beard you should just well, go the, full handlebar mustache yeah the, i mean the I'm last a- time i went without a mustache like i just went straight this just the chin mm-hmm. i it looked like the rebel insignia I, I was. Can, I can. See I was that very right proud of that. I was very proud can, of that. I can so see that happening. Because I kept. Because it was the first time I actually kept this part of my mustache or right. this part of my beard, and and just got rid of the mustache. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's it's straight rebel insignia." But I look so douchey at the same time. Yeah, you do. Here's a here's a question, and this is for this is for all of us and for the audience. You know, for those guys who shave at home. Uh, have you ever shaved and then like just decided, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just have a Hitler mustache for all of five seconds. No. I did that. I'll find that, too. Did you do that for a second? Uh, I did it. It was back in 2012. I always do it. And then, like, I, I have a I'll lot do to it go in the through. mirror. And then after that, I'm just like, all right, you know, shave it off. Like, so I keep I, it for all I, of two minutes. I have not been clean shaven since 2010. I have a lot of fucking pictures to go through. Hey, there's me and Jessica Negri. Ooh. Jessica Negri, Jessica Negri like famous cosplayer because i need yep. to see that oh wow oh wow yep that's pretty cool and this this chick dressed as deadpool lady deadpool i had a lot of pictures from uh comic-con back in what was it 2013 i think whatever the first year it came to indie there's I me started, as harley quinn started doing it <laughs> i remember seeing you as harley quinn that was pretty sexy to be honest with you thank you booty exactly shorts myself. Currently. Oh my! I have. I'm. I'm only at 2016 right now. Oh my goodness! Can't you, I have, can't you separate it by year? No. I have to get back. Okay, there's 2014. No, that's 2015. Go on talking stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't. I. I haven't been clean shaven since 2010. I haven't been clean shaven since like three days ago or something See that. like that. I. I try to grow out the goatee and Do then you eventually have a I just shave full it all beard off. in that picture. Where? Right there with the beer can. Yes. Oh boy. Why don't you? Why don't? Why don't you rock that? I'm currently growing to that. You look right like now. an entirely different human being. You really do. I'm currently growing to that. I'm getting there. So many pictures. You take a lot of pictures on your Facebook. I don't. I don't usually uh, take that many photos. I'm pretty I, I used to take a, I used to take a lot. I don't take as many anymore. I let other people take the pictures and tag right. Me them. I'll usually that's usually what I do is like if I'm hanging out with like a group of friends or something like that, I'll usually just take a selfie and then like post it and be like, all right, here's everyone. But that's, that's very that's, rare occasions. Check this out. 
me. This is my first band. There's Cody. Oh, uh, man. This, this is me. <laughs> Just staring off to the side. This is no. Look at look at this. This is this is how. Let me move this over to the other side so the fucking stream can see it. This is me, right here. <laughs> that right there. This this. You got a lot more thin, swole. This thin little stick of a human being. Yep. I remember when I was like that at birth. <laughs> <laughs> Yup. And then I got testosterone. See, I don't know what happened. I was like, I probably started getting wind when I was like 17 or something like that. Started getting a gut. And then after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just fat. Like, I'm just going to deal with that. You're not fat, man. I, I know I'm not fat, but like, I, I'm also kind of fat. <laughs> like, I'm not overweight or like morbidly obese or anything like that. But like, even still, it's just like, I do love me a good cheeseburger. Yeah, Blaine like, and I are both every fat. day. I'm fat at heart. No, you're, it's fat you're at heart, but like, way. oh, okay. No. Yeah. I am not. Yes. He's self-conscious about his weight. You're going to hurt him. I'm not self-conscious at all about I... anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm not I'm fat. Not fuck. <laughs> I have fat. Are you ever going to find this picture? I am in 2014 right now. I see you with a mustache, and that's just crazy. Oh, oh right here? Yeah. Show the camera that. Look at Dick with the dick stash. <laughs> Literally in the Bob Burgers just right next to it. What a, pedo- what a pedophile. <laughs> you got the molestache uh, going on. The molestache, yes. I've heard it called that before. <laughs> but yeah, how does that make you feel, Blaine? Molestache? No, that I'm shaving all my hair off. I'm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about You've it. You've never seen me with that facial oh, hair. Oh, she, of course, Miranda has already found it. <laughs> she course. has already found the Hitler stash, but I'm not just looking for the Hitler stash. We're looking for other surprises. What was I? We'll what later. else was I looking for? I don't know. I thought it was strictly. I Hitler quit caring stash. about this. Like once you scrolled through the second page. Yeah, once you started going through it, it started loading for pictures. I That's know. when we were just it's, like, okay, it's taking so long. I think you should just give up at this point. Uh, sorry, Miranda. I do <laughs> like to take pictures with you. I've never not taken a picture with you. I was going to yeah, say, Miranda, I see a lot, a lot of pictures. pictures with my wife. Anytime that I see I a picture of pictures. Dick, it's with Miranda. Yeah. I hate taking pictures. It's a waste of time. I've it's just kind of, I've grown, I've grown out of it. Like, I don't need to take a picture of everything now. I used to. I used to love taking pictures. I used to, uh, I used to want to be a photographer. But I, one time, I was like, I think like 13 years old, I was on MySpace. This is how old I was. God, like, I miss my, MySpace. Dude, I miss MySpace too. But I posted a picture of me, like, shirtless, and I was just starting to, like, work out and stuff like that. There's, <laughs> what that is beard. that? Look at that. What is that? You a billy goat? I don't know. That's my beard. That's what I have right now. But his is so pointy. Yeah, it's short on the sides and long at the bottom. But even still, like, his was, like, really, like, I mean, you could see, like, a definite angle. <laughs> yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. That was one of those times that I, I just, I had no idea what I was doing with my beard. I just, I, sh- I trimmed it and shaved it and stuff and got it to that point. There was a, uh, there was a point where I, like, took a picture of myself shirtless. It was the very first, like, time that I was, like, body confident, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a girl who commented and she's just like, my mama said that if I don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But my mama ain't here, and you got nothing. And I never took a picture of myself shirtless ever since. I was like, okay. 
I learned my lesson. I Exactly. I learned my lesson. The first comment was just shitting on me. And I was like, all right, well, we're done with this. That was a nice, like, two seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still only in 2013 right now. Just give up. Well, here's the Hitler stash. I was going to say, well, what else were we looking for, Dick? I remember there was something else. And I know as soon as I see it, we're, I'm, I'm going to know. Yeah, but... Like no one wants to see. There's that. There's the Hitler stash. <laughs> you would generally look like Adolf Hitler. You look like exactly. You I look know. like a Hitler. You. That's bad. <laughs> That's I mean, terrible. you can always, you can always try and spin it's it off eyes. as like a tattooed Charlie. It's yeah, nothing. I know. Like it, I have very great expression. It's nothing other than the eyes. I have very. You I look have so awesome angry expression. At the Jews. I don't know why. <laughs> do you know he's? Do you know he's a fucking Polak? Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's a Jew. Oh man. So he's hating himself. He's like the I, mean, Hitler, Hitler I know. Was Jewish. I know all about hating myself. No, I'm talking about you, you fuck. I know, but that's a, but you you bring up a great point. Like I hate myself. Hitler hated himself. Hitler did hate himself, probably. How could you love yourself if you're killing almost six million people? Is all I'm saying. Population control. <laughs> you sound like Brett. One time, Brett was just like, "If I could nuke every like Brett Maxwell said, if I could just nuke everyone, I would." Just yeah. straight up. He's like, he's like, humans are just parasites, blah, blah, blah. If I could just nuke everyone and I had the option to just press the button and send the nukes off, I would. Yeah, about, I was about, just like, 300, oh. about 300 years, the radiation would go away. So. I feel like we would grow a, we like as humans, we would evolve into something even greater than ourselves. Like we would be so. something radiation resistant. I think it would be pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be great. I'm no, just no, saying no, we would I evolve think, into something I think greater. what it would do to us would be pretty bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We but would we would extinct. be involved. I don't feel like we'd go extinct. Like, I don't know. I feel like us as humans, like, we're resourceful. There's people out there who have, like, fallout shelters and stuff like that. And they would, like, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we would have a lot of inbreeding and stuff like that. But eventually we'd become radiant, like, radiation-resistant, like, just retards. bred critters. Exactly. All right. Oh, we're like, still for the going. love of God. Just give it up, Blaine. No, I, I need to know He's what I was what else I was I'm, looking I'm gonna for. I'm going to leave. I know I, I know as soon as I see what I remember I was looking for. Oh yeah, this is when I was doing like my uh I literally shaved my face and I started taking a picture of my face every single day. Why would you ever do that? So like trying to I, like, I wanted to do a time lapse. Yeah, and just like where it's just like, you know, oh me from this point to this point and stuff like that. I thought about doing that, but I was just like, I can't commit. <laughs> I couldn't commit to something like that. Like every every time I come over here I find more and more reasons why I don't like you. <laughs> you guys have been you guys have been hosts together for what? Is this episode fifty two? Yes. Yeah. Fifty two episodes and no, no no no. Like forty some episodes. Because I came in at episode twelve. Oh yeah. So it would be, yeah, that would literally be exactly 40 episodes in now. What were you doing before Tyler came here? Because I didn't. Oh, I would just randomly this. try to find guests. Like, and it, it wasn't live stream, so I could do it whenever. And I had no set schedule. I could just, rec I just as long as I had a, an episode for the Scroll week, I was talk. good. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm hey, here's the this. literally, this is, this is me drunk. If it'll ever pop up. <laughs> on o OG Doom Room. <laughs> oh man, it looks like OG Doom Room. 
Nice fucking jean jacket, bro. Thanks. It's in the other room. Uh, you have to wear it like every podcast now. You have to maybe wear it. Maybe I will. You so should. The acid wash vest. I'm bringing it back. God, it would be so hot in here. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that was so everybody else was playing beer pong while I was on the other side of the basement with a guitar on my chest, just laying on the ground taking selfies. <laughs> I was very drunk on uh, SoCo and Smirnoff Ice. Oh, so good. Smirnoff Ice? Really? Yes. Oh, man. That, that's what I started on, and it was bad. I feel like I feel like I can't really, like, give you any judgment or anything like that, because I brought one Kalamazoo Stout and then two Mike's Hards. We're getting close, guys. This is December 2012. Oh, man. <laughs> it's in 2012. I saw, I saw an obsessive girl girlfriend meme, and I immediately know that we're we're in it deep. An obsess- oh, yeah, Elena from uh yeah oh yeah no that's nick cage i broke you out of prison i'm the only cage you need (laughs) (laughs) oh good shit memes were so innocent back then oh yeah i know oh here's overly manly man gloves you mean bitch mittens (laughs) (laughs) band-aid you mean bitch sticker (laughs) those used to be like my favorite was overly manly man I just remember when I saw you at the North End Pub one time and you were trying to grow out the almost biker stash. And I was just like, oh, you're trying to grow out the biker stash. And you're like, it's not there yet. <laughs> it's getting there, but it's not there oh yet. My God. Oh, OK. Now I remember what I was looking for. Uh, I had this picture of. OK, yeah, I'm getting there. The rebel, the rebel. We're getting there. The rebel goat. <laughs> I want to die inside. So what is, what is, while he's doing this, what is your biggest gripe about being a DM? Like, what is the biggest, like, thing that you could say, like, honestly, this is probably the most annoying thing out of all of it? Um, with most of the pre-written modules, it's, you know, we're, what are the, you you're looking at? Your player characters are traveling <laughs> from place to place, and you're right. supposed to roll on random tables and this is the encounters that they have right right like on the way so it's like oh i'm traveling from neverwinter to Waterdeep, and i'm gonna encounter all this shit on the way and it's like why are we gonna waste our time with this i totally understand we're I usually traveling skip on, we're that. traveling yeah but so what i what we in that group have agreed is i'm just gonna tell them what they encounter and then they survive or if it's something powerful enough that they need to fight it, then we'll go into combat. Right, right. So because it's, it's just, just like, it's it's just, like just, oh, you come across three goblins and you're yeah, some a party goblins of five. attacked your wagon. You fucking killed them because you're you're legitimate fighters. Like you don't need, I don't need to spend thirty minutes through this combat. I can totally understand that. I think my biggest gripe is like when they're getting very deep into the discussion of what they're going to do next. And then it's like, you're just basically sitting there waiting for them to decide. There was one time that I had like, I was pretty proud of myself. I brought an actual prop to a D and D session and it was a scroll that like had some information on it and stuff like that. And the information was totally open to like free interpretation of however you perceive that Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And I just remember they spent about an hour trying to discuss like do we go back here or do we go there and like i was just literally sitting there on my phone the entire time until like they eventually told me like 
hey, we've made a decision at this point. Like, this is what we're going to do. And I think that's just my biggest gripe is like, it's not really much of a gripe more than it is just a minor inconvenience is like, unless if they're like directly interacting with the DM, there's not much you can do. Like when they're discussing amongst the party members themselves. Well, here's a good one too. Like you guys enter the room. Okay. What do I see? Okay, well, roll a perception check. Exactly. I rolled a 20. Okay, well, this is what's in the room. But I rolled a 20. This is what you see when you walk into the room. But I rolled a 20. A fucking nat 20 doesn't give you x-ray fucking vision. Exactly. You don't, it's what you're, not you're perceiving colors. when you fucking walk into the room. If you would like to investigate specific things, tell me. I have described the room for you. Exactly. And yeah, there's sometimes they're like, 20, man. if it's like, if it's like, you know, I'm not going to outright tell you like, oh yeah, there's a trap door in the center of the room yeah. or something like that. Like I may like, say even like, if you roll a nat 20, I don't, I don't, I may seem like, I don't give a shit. There may seem like something like suspicious or something like that, but like, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, there's, you know, you, you see a trap door. It's going to like, drop off into a 10 foot drop into a spike pit. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you that. Not, yeah. I mean, careful. There's a punji pit there. You know, a exactly. punji stick might end up in your anus. Back to butt stuff. Whoa, we're doing it again. <laughs> what, what did my dad say? Yeah, oh, I was I was waiting. Oh, I was waiting to get to Let's that. Let's see the comments. Tyler's dad, Mr. Frank McLaughlin, says Tyler asked me if wearing deodorant would make hair grow in his pits when he was a youngling. Do we really want to talk about things that like we have discussed with our parents when I was young? Because like. When I was young, I've had some pretty fucked up questions. Like, I I, I had totally repressed that memory. I understand. <laughs> until my dad just now brought that back up. I didn't, but I I didn't remember, remember. Thanks, Dad. I remember that conversation. <laughs> like, hey, will deodorant make hair grow here? And I remember my dad, just the shame and sadness <laughs> just and the disappointment that he looked at me with. Because it's like... He just looked at you and he was I like, was, I, just I was an you. extremely smart child. Like I sounds was, like I it. was prodigy level child, and then sounds like, and then I fucking, <laughs> and then I, and then I pull that shit out of my ass, like, <laughs> like hey, this will this make hair grow under my arms? It's amazing. God, okay. I should have killed you at birth. So back to kind of back to school, uh, it's amazing how we were kind of like, and I, I don't mean this in any condescending or like sarcastic way. Like it's amazing how at some point, a lot of us were like prodigy level as kids. And then at some point, we just became complete fuck-offs. Yeah, we did. Like, cause I was that way in elementary school. I, I got straight A's. Like, I, I was super smart. I got everything. I was talking about shit that I shouldn't have been talking about in terms of, like, how the fuck does he know this shit? Right. And, and then sixth grade hit, and, like, I didn't give a fuck about school. I gave a shit about my friends and hanging out and being fun. Oh, I just cared about video games and sports. Yeah, video games say. was there too. And fucking video bitches. games and fucking pretty bitches. much that's it. At sixth grade, you were just fucking bitches at sixth I grade. I was trying. I mean, okay, yeah, but like I was I remember when I would have conversations in sixth grade of like, yeah, I totally have sex with her and I wouldn't know where to put my penis like I mean, at I was, all I was like in real life. banging chicks and getting handies in sixth grade, so <laughs> I was not doing that in sixth grade. Yeah, I think I was, I was doing that fucking, in sixth grade. I think I was doing what I was. It took when me I was, a long I was doing that at nineteen. <laughs> it took me, it took me a long three years before I lost my virginity, but I did it. 
It, I Three almost, years later. There was a point where I thought that I was probably never going to lose my virginity, yeah, we, we've to all be been, honest with we've you. We've all been at that point. It was just like, I was just like, I remember I lived with, what was it? Five other dudes and three chicks, which were all my brothers and sisters and stepbrothers and, you know, stuff. And I just like, I remember I was just like so attacked, like all the time that there was a point where I was just like, man, I'm so unattractive. Like girls probably ask me out just as jokes. Like that's, that's how bad it was. And then I was like, bang one of your stepsisters. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to stop. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. No, no. Oh, you bang one, one of, of his stepsisters. Sisters, you would bang one of my stepsisters? Probably. Now, are you saying that from a standpoint of they're my stepsister? Are you saying that was interested? No problem. Are you saying that from it's they're your stepsister or are you saying that from they're not attractive? It's like, I mean. Okay, like there's, there are people there are people out there who are attractive and stuff like that, but there becomes a point where like you, when you've grown up around someone like in yeah, my I, opinion I get like you there, if yeah. I've grown up with someone like they're not going to be like I'm not going to be attracted to them in that way because I've grown up around them. I know what they were like when they were 6. I nailed childhood friends, so I I don't, I totally disagree with you. <laughs> I I can imagine high school buddies, but like no, never no, no, childhood, I mean childhood friends. friends. I couldn't be like, like, "Hey, we were 6 like, once." Like, like kindergarten like, all the way through high school. <laughs> Flat out fucking knock the bottom out of that shit. No regrets, my bro. No regrets. But yeah, I mean, seriously, oh that like goodness. that's a good question. Like, would I fucking play tiddlywinks with my fucking stepsister? Without a doubt. No questions asked. Yeah, there's no blood. No, no blood relation. No fucking so. contact. But a you, lot of people you find that weird, though. It's not weird, though. Do I have a stepsister? No. Yeah. A lot, oh, well, a, lot of people would, a lot of people would give you shit like, oh, it's so gross. It's like, what's gross about that? Yeah, they're I'm, not your blood relative. I'm fucking a stranger. Like, I think it depends on like the age group in which you meet them and stuff. Because if it was like if I was 17, and my dad got married to some chick, and there was another 17 year old who happened to be a female, like, I can understand that. But yeah, if like, 25 year old. I mean, well, okay, I'm 17, of course. But like, what I'm <laughs> saying is like, if it's like someone like I met, I met my stepsister when I was about six or seven. So it's like when I grew up with that, like, it's just like at that point, it's just like, you know, you might as well be my sister. I'm comfortable enough with you to like have you as my sister and stuff like that. But, but I if don't I see tripped that and way. fell and my dick accidentally penetrated you like we don't have any problems. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> butt like, sex can happen at any moment. I like how you went straight <laughs> to butt sex. We like, just some butt you stuff. Can, you We're can doing trip, it again. <laughs> you can trip and fall into vaginal intercourse. I mean, shit, I watch that shit on Pornhub all the time. There, there used to be this. So there was like this stream of pictures that was posted years ago. And it was like just you say like, that like we're older than ra- no because it was years ago <laughs> that I saw this. It's it was so like these this ago. random like just album of pictures, and it was like all these situations that like surprise sex could happen. And one of them was like somebody was loading groceries into their car, and then it it cuts away to the top of a hill, and somebody's rollerblading down, and then it like the per- I remember seeing like this. halfway through the person trips, they're like you know going out of control or so. so or so it is illustrated. And then out of nowhere, it, it gets to the bottom of the hill. The person who's loading the car is their pants are down and he's like in them. <laughs> it's just like, oops. Like, yeah, exactly. Precisely. It's oops. like all these situations that like literally it could not happen. And it's it just somehow me. miraculously. Oh, pants are down and dicks in. <laughs> this reminds me. This reminds me of a really good joke. OK, so you may have heard this one before, but. I doubt that it's ever been on podcastrophy, but it's such a good joke. So wow us. 
It's okay. So Superman is flying around in the sky, right? And he's okay. just surveying, you know, the city and stuff like that. And he looks down with the supervision, and he sees Wonder Woman on the beach. She's just naked, just sprawled out naked, and she's starfish just, style. She's just rubbing herself. She's like has her hands all over her body and stuff, and she's just like, oh, you know, into it and stuff. And so Superman's like, you know what? I'm gonna just fly down there real quick, get my plow in. And I'm going to fly the fuck away before she even knows what happens. So then he races down there just and just flies <laughs> off. And so does he do the Iron Man ground pound? <laughs> pretty much. And so so Wonder Woman just stands. She sits up a little bit and she's just like, what the fuck just happened? And the fucking invisible man's like, I don't know. My asshole really hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. Just, oh. <laughs> Do you guys remember that show Jag? Jag? I don't yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, you remember Jag. It's the, it's Jag. a show that NCIS spawned off of. Really? Yeah. I've never heard Military of Military lawyers. Yeah. Jag. Jag is. Ju- uh, Judge Advocate General. Thank you. Navy. Wow, I've never heard of this shit show. shit right there. Good job, Blaine. You did a thing. Thank you. I watched that as a child. <laughs> I love Jag, man. Jag was great. Have you guys, uh, have you guys watched uh, Dragon Ball Z Super? No. Yes. Really? I'm not. Who do you like? What do you have? You seen anything for the new Brawly movie? Anyone? Oh my God, I can't wait for that. Have you seen it? Yeah. You have any opinion? What What is your opinion on him fighting about Goku and Vegeta? Like, have you seen anything like you know talking about like the logistics of the movie and stuff? Not really. I'm trying to go into it completely fresh. It's basically like they're like they're finally canonizing Broly. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be canon now and stuff like that. But like, I think it's just like the thing is, it's like in order for Goku to beat Jiren, he had to go into, you know, Ultra Instinct. And even still, he couldn't do it. Like he's still he's still lost and stuff like that. But now he's going to fight Broly, who is an essentially a weaker power level. And he's going to fight him in only Super Saiyan God. Not even Super Saiyan Blue, but Super Saiyan God. Like, what? Mm. He's not even going to... He's not He's not going to try and go maxed out mode and stuff. And he might, like, in the movie and stuff. But from what I've seen, he's going to do most of his fights in Super Saiyan God. And also, Vegeta, they're canonizing him going into Super Saiyan God mode, too. Like, in the, in the anime and stuff, you know, I guess it's technically, like, a different, like... Yeah. It, it's different and stuff, but, like... Vegeta has never gone to Super Saiyan God. He's only gone from SS2 to Super Saiyan Blue and stuff. And he doesn't go into Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah, exactly. And then going into like this like perfected Super Saiyan Blue and shit in the anime and stuff. But now he's going to Super Saiyan God and he's never actually reached that level before, which is like, I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? I think it's cool. I think it, I think it's decent and stuff, but I feel like they're doing they do too much with Vegeta and stuff like that. They don't try do make enough him, with Vegeta. You don't. You think so? Goku is one of the. Goku is the weakest character in the franchise. Really? Yeah. Vegeta is the hero of that of that story. I just. I. I can't see it. I guess. Like He's the I prince mean, of all Saiyans, man. He is the prince of all Saiyans. There's something wrong with that. But like. Vegeta should be the one on top. Vegeta should be the most powerful. He should be, but Goku's more powerful. No. I mean, like, I mean, maybe Goku just adapts faster and stuff like Goku, that. But like, actually, canon as of Super, Goku is not more powerful than Vegeta. Because Goku can't attain Ultra Instinct anymore. This is true, but I mean, neither can Vegeta uh, achieve uh, Super Saiyan, like perfect Super Saiyan. Yes, Blue. he can. Can he really? That's canon. 
Vegeta is yet again more powerful than Goku. I mean, even still, like, I, I, when you get into the battle with Saiyans and stuff like that, the way that I see it is, like, you know, from canon, Super Saiyans get stronger with every fight that they have Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it doesn't matter, like, who's really stronger out of Goku or Vegeta. They're going to keep fighting each other and they're going to keep getting stronger, both of them, no matter what. So it doesn't matter how many times Vegeta gets beaten by Goku or Goku gets beaten by Vegeta and shit like that. Goku's, Goku's just never interested me as a character. I, I don't. That. I don't like Superman type characters, and that's what Goku is. I love Vegeta. He really is. Like, and then Vegeta is just rage Vegeta, and fury and, and realism. And he has the conflict. He has the struggle of trying to be the best and stuff like that, but somehow always being outdone by a guy who just really doesn't give a fuck other than just fighting other people. Yep. He doesn't care about anything else but yeah. fighting and eating and eating. He eats a lot and stuff, but he fights more. Yep. And he just keeps. He just. That's all he wants to do. He's like, I'm just trying to find stronger people so that way I can just beat them too. And then eat. And, and then eat, exactly. And then Chi For, like, the seventh time. They're gonna have another fucking kid, probably. Are you are you trying to say he's only plowed him, plowed her six times Well, yeah, total? he's never home. Here's a, yeah, here's a question fair. for you. Since we're talking about plowing and stuff like that, <laughs> do you think that Tarzan was a virgin? Did, but <laughs> but was, no. was Tarzan a virgin before he met Jane, or are was he beating Gorilla did, Cheeks? Ooh. <laughs> That's or, all that I'm saying. Or were you saying that he was getting pounded in the ass? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't little, think he was going into butt little, stuff. Little fucking silverback DP. I mean, like, <laughs> he was, tuna, he was tuna, just in the middle tuna, of a really time. shitty we call sandwich. That Harambe style. Oh, dicks out for Harambe. I'm going to their shrine on Sunday. On Sunday? On Damn. Sunday I am. Nice. Also, speaking of, since you just go. mentioned your tattoo, I'm thinking about actually getting a new tattoo. A Harambe tattoo? It's not going to be a Harambe tattoo, but it's going Damn. to be a tattoo of some significance. And stuff like that. I have a cousin. Uh, her name is Brittany Mawson. Um, she's a really cool person. Absolute, just beautiful soul. Nicest person you'll ever meet. Stuff like that. She has this, for some reason, she has this lung disease that the doctors can't quite pin what it is. They don't know what it is. That's sad. But her lungs are just deteriorating and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, since I'm on Podcastrophy, I feel like it would be a very good plug. There is a Facebook page that you all can follow. It's called Breath for Brittany. You know, and it's basically just like, her journey into getting a, either a lung transplant or figure out what's wrong with her in the first okay. place and stuff like that. They do. Uh, they were doing a poker run. They did a bike run at one point. They like a lot of our family members have gotten like tattoos and stuff like they say, like every breath is a second chance and stuff like that. And like, I feel like that's what I'm going to get right here on my forearm okay. and stuff. Cause that's where a lot of people have gotten it and stuff. And it's just to basically like show our support for her and stuff like that. And like, she does, I mean, there's bracelet sales, there's t-shirt sales and stuff like that. And it all goes, you know, as a proceed towards her lung transplant and things like that, you know, and her medical bills just in general and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, once you, once you have, like, a disease that, you know, could be life-threatening and stuff like that, like, you know, the hospital bills are going to rack up. And no oh, matter yeah. how much money you make, you're still going to be owing somebody. And so it's just, like, a nice, like collective way to try and help her out with all this stuff you know for a disease that nobody really like has any record of nobody knows why her lungs are deteriorating because there's no real reason behind it they just have a bunch of good ideas and so right now she's currently at i think 18 lung or 18 percent lung capacity she's on full-time oxygen um miranda <laughs> knows britney apparently oh does she really i guess she says i know britney Absolutely, you should totally follow Breath for Brittany if you haven't already, because I mean it's just a good way. Like, 
even if you're not sending money or whatever, just even the share helps. Yeah, right. You know, and things like Definitely. that. Definitely, we'll like, share it on the show. Absolutely, sure. and I appreciate that and stuff because I figured it was a good it was a good idea to yeah, for definitely you know try and plug it in and stuff like that because she could really use all the help and stuff and like if you do know Brittany like personally and stuff she you know that she is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet she already and, like, follows it yeah there you go <laughs> hey there we go hey but yeah she's definitely like one of the nicest people you'll ever come across and stuff like that and like you know she's a huge Money More from Power Rangers fan oh awesome absolutely love that and then. <laughs> Another thing, which I guess is straying a little bit off topic, but she's also a Patriots fan. Hey, so. me too. Cool. Hey! High five to that. Uh, on that note, there is a, and not Patriots, but there's a page called Captain Andrew Luck. <laughs> and it's literally, it's it's taking Andrew Luck's perspective of the upcoming games and what or what just happened in the games, but from a, like, a Civil War soldier riding home to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I've seen that. You've seen it, right? I need to yeah. check this out. It's hilarious. What's what's the page called again? Uh, Captain Andrew Luck. Let me see if I we can should, find it. I was it. gonna say we should look up. We should look up at least one post and read it, so everyone can get a little taste of what's going on. Oh. This has been a really good day, though. Coming to podcast. For you Hell yeah, like dude. Yeah, we're it's we're definitely coming. <laughs> they photo. They already photoshopped him over a fucking. <laughs> oh yeah. Captain Andrew Luck. This is the profile picture. <laughs> Fucking Cro-Magnon, man. The, the, most, the most recent. Dearest mother, the unit moves out this morning to Cincinnati to battle a unit of tigers for one final exercise. Do not fret. I shall not see action. Likely nor sh- should their leader, Captain Dalton. A commander so intense it has been said his head is ablaze. I miss you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest mother, I am full of jubilance. <laughs> My sidearm is true once more. The hogs would weep tears of joy had they witnessed today's events. The prospectors fell, but it was a simple exercise, no true harm. I'm ready for our upcoming campaign. My resolve solid. I love you. Oh. Andrew. <laughs> I'm going to have to follow this page. It's now great. It it's just so recently. Good. Yeah, they post some good shit on there. It just recently, like, I've seen, I just recently started seeing friends uh, post it. I'm like, this is gold because Andrew Luck looks like he's either from the Civil War era or a caveman. Or both. Or a Neanderthal. <laughs> he's a Civil War Neanderthal. Yeah, he's he's a man out of time. <laughs> he's Encino, man. All right, we're we're getting a little late here, so let's let's go ahead yeah. and call it close so for if you haven't heard already podcastrophy is moving to its own podcast feed on podbean and uh, all the other podcasting platforms such as itunes stitcher radio google play spotify maybe not all of those but we're gonna be on some of those at least uh as many as we can uh but we are still on the journey into comics network so here uh in a couple weeks probably around episode 55 we will officially be on our own feed meaning we are going to be able to produce extra content whenever we want we'll still have the show every the live show will be every tuesday we're still figuring shit out in terms of schedule but uh we're still part of the journey into comics network we're just on our own feed so please still keep listening to the journey into comics network uh go ahead and subscribe to podcastrophy on podbean absolutely and don't forget to uh go ahead and check out breath for britney if you would um it's honestly it's going for a good cause and stuff like that and uh basically like um 
you know, you're helping out someone really nice. And even if you don't know them personally and stuff, I encourage you to at least follow the page, figure out her story and stuff like that. Cause she does post like pretty often and things like that. And if you would check that out, you know, I would really appreciate it. I'm sure she would too. Yeah. So if you, uh, haven't already, please subscribe to the journey into comics network. You get all the shows like poor entertainment, poor news, uh, adulting ain't easy journey into comics journey into wrestling voice of survival kids for sale Gallif radio uh bruise with dudes you know, you know one thing i'm disappointed with what neither one of you have commented on the fact that my hair is parted right down the middle just naturally i was just seeing you from a side perspective but yeah <laughs> it is it does look like you know it looks good it looks good i don't know what you want from me but it looks I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I think I think we're done here. I don't have anything else to say today. Uh, AJ, thank you so much for rejoining us after Absolutely. so long. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having me. Of course. We're Hopefully gonna... our uh, schedule oh, we haven't had out. you yet. <laughs> Back to butt stuff. Last thing. <laughs> Woo! But if that is all, that is all. Thank you, Tyler, for always being an awesome co-host. Bye. AJ. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Thanks thank for you. having me. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, guys. Please check us out every Bye. Tuesday live on Facebook Bye. and possibly other platforms couch soon. Couch people. Uh, couch people. We are couch people. We talk like couch. We look like people. <laughs> couch people. Couch people. Oh, man. Talk like See couch. You later. Look like people. <laughs> Please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.